7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Holy God, is it Friday again already? Welcome to the show. Of course, this is the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, Worldwide Radio for Humans. And, of course, joining me uh, through all this insufferable madness, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, Joe. Hi. How are you? Eh, you know, uh, mm. we, we got sick here this week, so... Um, not just from the news. So, uh, and of course, rain from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, the beltway bureau, the swamp, the bubble. Welcome. Hi everybody. I don't think I'm going to be in the chat at all tonight. You're not going to, Oh yeah. I just realized I got a problem with that too. Oh my God. So you, you had rain has been dealing with a a massive debacle, computer debacle. (laughs) Where, what what happened? Did, did just like all of your passwords get erased from everything or something? I, I had to I had to update <clears throat> excuse me. I had to update my it's really hard to explain simply, but I had to update certain things that led to me updating more things that led me updating more things. And mm. then when I finally mm. got to it all updating, uh, my new um operating system we'll just leave it at that because i'm yeah. still very pro my operating system um got rid of it it lost all of my passwords oh like God. my entire keychain i've spent the past since yesterday at two o'clock in the afternoon until you know just a little while ago resetting everything well it shouldn't be chatango is not terrible for getting a new password uh so <clears throat> it's already it, giving me a hard time but oh. I, you see, I'm already just like I'm kind of just startled by any of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's been a fun, fun twenty-four hours. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, yeah. So, while I am sorry to hear about all that, uh, I know I hate when shit like that happens because I I am not whether you guys believe it or not, I am not a technological guru when it comes to computers. If it wasn't for Adam Hebert, this computer that I have right now would never be set up for broadcast because I had no idea how to how to do the shit. And you know, God forbid anything uh, ever comes undone like the minute before showtime because I'll be like, oh my god. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, hopefully everything uh, it goes well, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, so. This has been um, quite the week of madness. And when I say madness, it's not necessarily madness on our parts. It's madness that we're enduring 
uh, out of out of uh, the big fat blob in the White House. Um. Okay, I I I there there I I will say for the first time in my life, um, I'm actually shocked how shocked at Trump's behavior for the first time. Um, and, and you know I probably shouldn't be, but I I'm just shocked as as a, a as a, a responsible male adult. Uh, I you am. Are. I wasn't laughing at you. No, I don't. I, I I understand what why you're laughing. I mean, but the as as we all know, uh, Time Magazine awarded their uh, the person of the year, and uh, let me let me just set it up here. Let let's play. Uh, let let's uh, try and go a little funny. Here's Stephen Colbert talking about it, and then we'll we'll discuss. Yesterday, Time Magazine named their person of the year, and this year it is 16-year-old activist Greta Thunberg. There it is. That's nice. Seen here being better than you. Thunberg became an international celebrity this year for calling on world leaders to step it up when it comes to climate change like this. How do you respond to the fact that basically nothing is being done about this without feeling the slightest bit of anger? I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? I am here to say our house is on fire. My name is Greta Thunberg. I am 16 years old. I come from Sweden. And I want you to panic. My name is Stephen Colbert. I'm 55 years old. And I'm way ahead of you, sister. (laughs) This year... This year, the finalists for Person of the Year included the Hong Kong protesters, Mm. the whistleblower, Nancy Pelosi, and Donald Trump. So, Trump lost to a 16-year-old girl. But he has been on the cover multiple times before, including Man of the Year. And so he was magnanimous in defeat, and he congratulated her, saying she deserved the honor. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) He tweeted... So ridiculous. Greta must work on her anger management problem, then go to a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta. Chill. First of all... First of all, teens don't go to movies anymore. They stay home and TikTok their vape pens on Fortnite. (laughs) I don't know. Teenagers... Teenagers scare me. Also, remember, Thunberg is from Sweden. So a good old-fashioned movie there is probably something called The Sawmaker's Widow. It's just four hours of Max von Sydow staring at a broken clock. But since Thunberg is Swedish, let me put this in culturally appropriate terms. Mr. President, go fjok yourself. Which... Which I can say on CBS because Fjok is an island in Sweden. It's lovely. They have a lighthouse. And you know where you can stick it. (laughs) But... (laughs) 
But Thunberg doesn't need my help because she clapped back to Trump's tweet by changing her Twitter bio to a teenager working on her anger management problem, currently chilling and watching a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck, yeah. Again, look it up. It's an island. They have a sunken steamboat that you can see partially sticking up from the water. That's evidently a plus. They advertise it. (laughs) Then adding insult to injury to my retinas, Trump's team tweeted a photoshopped image of the time cover with Trump's head on Greta's body. That is horrifying. But I'm guessing not the first time Trump has forced himself onto a young woman. Trump. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, my. Joke is based on a true story. The joke (laughs) is based on a true story, he says. Not untrue. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, so first of all, why did he even have to mention it? Why, Why? You know, you're getting impeached right now. And you're worried about who's on Time Magazine. You feel cheated. You feel slighted. You should have been the person of the year. Ooh, boo, fucking who? Seriously. My God. You know, and then, and then his idiots tweet out his head photoshopped on her body, which kind of makes it look like some kind of weird, grotesque E.T. Not knocking, you know, her physical body. It's his large-ass head on a slight frame you know i I mean it it it, it's it's so disgusting and and the the just the the undertones of inappropriateness there And, and and of course you know with with trump being a sexual predator and trump being buddies with jeffrey epstein and you know in in doing this appropriating that photograph and putting well, I mean, Joe, you do Photoshop. How hard would it have been to put his whole body on there? Other than, you know, it'd probably take a long time to outline, I'm sure. <laughs> well, it's hard working with his body to begin with. Oh, yeah. That's what I've, Melania I've says. Photoshop and it's, yeah, so said it's, all it's, of his masseuses. It's, it's, a, long process. it's a long process because you get sick in the middle. But, yeah, Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I mentioned in our production chat uh, the other day, um, I think Rain saw it. I, I said, uh, whoever does his uh, Photoshop work in his digital department, um, they have no sense of proportion. <laughs> no, they're not very good at all. It, it, None. What they do. <laughs> no you, sense. You mean, that, you mean that physically or metaphorically? Because Both. Both. But when I was looking at the Photoshop <laughs> job there, it wasn't... It wasn't very good, and like like uh, Kenny said, it, it it looked almost like a, a grotesque ET, like a long neck, and a teenager's body. For Christ's sake, what is wrong with a you? A teenage. Uh, okay, so Trump, you want us to think that you're a teenage girl? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, somebody pointed out why couldn't you just do? A, I mean, God knows they already made a fake Time Magazine Person yeah. of the Year with him on it. Why didn't you just office. do that? Yeah, so why don't you just do that and say you were person of the year for 2019? Why do you have to why do you have to do something so grotesque? 
And and seriously, trying to you know, basically just trying to take credit for somebody else's greatness. That's you know? what he's doing, actually. And you know, it's like, and then they're like, "Oh, the power of promises kept." What promises? I'm still waiting to hear what promises were kept that Trump made. I want to Did see Mexico build Mexico. a fake wall? Did Mexico yeah. build the fake wall? Because it, 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 it's not there. You know, uh, you know. I mean, if you want to say the most beautiful healthcare in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, that healthcare. Everybody, everybody's going to be covered any we'll day most- now. Any day now. Yeah. Yeah. So, day one, all the gangs are going to leave America. But, day one. But to me, I mean, th- th- this has been the absolute, the smallest thing he has ever done. The smallest, most petty, most vindictive, hateful, ugly thing that he and his team have ever done is attack this poor girl who is only tr- trying to do something good for the planet. Something I mean, critical for the planet. Yeah, something just good. I mean, yeah. And but, first of all, if if you you know if you have nothing good to say, shut the fuck up. It's like you don't have bigger bigger fucking fish to fry right now. He's just jealous. How pathetic is it that a nearly seventy five year old man is mm-hmm. jealous of mm-hmm. a sixteen year old girl? Oh, yes. he's jealous because. Well, he's jealous because, um, well, this isn't the first time that he's put himself on top of the 16-year-old. And that is also true. Mm. Um, but, Very uh, dark. Yes, it is dark. I, I am not in a, I'm not in a good mood tonight. I'm She's not, not either, feeling so too we're, generous, we're and I, I don't mood. blame you. But I, I find it disgusting. I mean, here's the thing, guys. I, the fact that his, his campaign is doing this... And the fact that he approves it because it's his campaign. Yes. And and you know, last was it last week or was it Tuesday? I can't even tell. It anymore. was la- last week. You talking about the Baron Trump thing? No, we were talking oh. about Thanos. Oh, Thanos! Oh, the Thanos, Thanos was Tuesday. Thanos was Tuesday. Okay. These guys are just evil. This this is not hyperbole at this point. Yeah. I really don't think it's hyperbole at this. And why point. do they keep putting his head on different bodies? Like I thought he had the greatest body. I thought his chest was something. For oh, they wanted to see, see his beautiful chest. I don't uh. want to see his. I don't want to see his chest. I don't. Because that's another thing. When you're talking about proportions. Oh, like I do. That's where I'm he, telling he you, Donald Trump's. I do. Donald Trump's chest I want to. I want to see one of a young you know, woman's. I want to see. Was the, that was the hint right there about his chest when he went to the hospital. He went for a mammogram. Oh boy! Do you think? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I don't think Joe's joking. No, <laughs> I don't. I, it, I, I can't tell at this point. Um, so, uh, but I don't know why they're so disgusting. Well, I want except except yeah. that it riles their base, and and I'm telling you, this is the thing that really pisses me off. I've you know I I spent I, the day doing all my all my email and mm-hmm. password and all this shit, and I didn't turn on. Cable news until around two o'clock. Good for you. And and it, it, you know well what I've been trying to do lately because listening to the, the, these impeachment hearings, it's just I can't. It, it's it's it, soul sucking. When I listen, when I listen it's to exhaust. the Democrats, when I listen to the Democrats, it feels like one of my dysfunctional family dinners. Yeah. 
and it really is soul sucking is a good way to put it but it's also it's just it it hits me in in the bad place Mm -hmm. i don't know how else to put it it hits me in the bad place where i i just think oh my god this is the kind of arguments i grew up with and it it's it's it hurts i can't wait till it hits the senate of senate so i don't have to hear fucking gomert's voice one more goddamn time in this matter oh but you're gonna have to hear Lindsay graham oh, oh yeah so i'm looking forward to flimsy this teeth and gives us that, yeah. that fake well anger. well i don't want to i don't want to move away from the the greta uh the the greta uh thunberg story they, because they they think here's what i was trying to get to say with okay. this greta you know thunberg thing is i i think you know they think this riles up their base but i i'm I, their base is not growing it's not growing no it's getting smaller Regardless no, it's shriveling. of what people on on the on the cable news say, yeah, or you know when they talk about you know his base, his base, his base, it's not growing. No, it's not. It's not. So anyway, but uh, okay. So back to to the Greta Thunberg uh, story. Um, I, okay, so this was from last night from Chris Cuomo, and he raised some very good points about this. And I, I mentioned the Baron Trump thing from last week. Well, the, you know, because don't you remember, don't you forget, rather, um, uh, how outraged uh, the conservatives were about a bad pun about Baron Trump's name. Oh, my God. Well, it wasn't yeah. even a pun, by the way. It was, it was a pun. Yeah, it was, it was it, basically it was a pun, you know. I Well, OK, I, I think mean, it was actually it was, a very literal description of here's a name. And yeah, here is. But anyway. it, it, it's it's pun adjacent, something like that. I don't know. But anyway, so Chris Cuomo talking about this last night. One tweet from POTUS is a metaphor for our mess. Here it is. So ridiculous. Greta must work on her anger management problem, then go to a good old fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta. Chill. He's talking, of course, about 16 year old climate activist Greta Thunberg. Time magazine's person of the year. This teenager who is on the autism spectrum, and he knows it. Her combination of youth, passion, vulnerability, it makes her the embodiment of the notion that wisdom can come out of the mouths of babes. The eyes of all future generations are upon you. And if you choose to fail us, I say we will never forgive you. Time Magazine's decision to pick her is going to make sense to many, even those who disagree with her about climate change, which is also known as science. (laughs) But then comes Trump. Forget the obvious jealousy. Remember, this is the guy who faked being on a Time Magazine Person of the Year cover. And to make it clear, this was no misunderstanding. The campaign doubled down. They put his head on Greta's slight frame like some kind of bully blow pop. But by now... We expect our president to ignore all precedent of presidential behavior. The troubling development is this. You hear that? That's Trump's defenders saying nothing. My brothers and sisters on the right, how can you expect people to believe you are offended by Democrats' arguments about abuse of power or anything about integrity when you stand by with this president's constant abuse 
And you provided the evidence against yourselves just last week when you cared so much about how we treat kids in politics. Remember this? So while the president can name his son Baron, he can't make him a Baron. Whoa! Whoa! Ho! First lady went right into be best mode, tweeting, a minor child deserves privacy and should be kept out of politics. You should be ashamed of your very angry and obviously biased public pandering and using a child to do it. Now, I don't think the professor had the animus that the president had with what he just said. But you know what? Hell no. The first lady was still right. All of you, especially on the right, who exploded and echoed her outrage. You were right. Because we don't go at kids, even as a joke or as an aside or as an anything. But here's the question. Where are you now? You suddenly cared about decency. It was wrong to mention Barron, right? He's a kid and requires special consideration and sensitivity like Greta. But where are you now? Where's Be Best? Where's Flotus? They defended the president the first time he went after Thunberg, and you're silent now. What, only his kids matter? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Photo ops for Melania and, you know, I mean, and they're, they're gross. I mean, they're, they're a gross family. If you've ever seen the pictures, inappropriate pictures she took with Barron back in the day, she's a gross woman. She's a gross, gross woman. Um, uh, you know, uh, and Trump is a gross, gross man. They, they, they go together well, um, because the picture pictures he's taken with Ivanka, the picture she's taken with Baron, it's just gross. It's all gross. Um, but what were, what were you saying, Rain? The irony is that, you know, most of us know by now that Greta is, you know, she's on the spectrum. And, yeah. and I will just say this, that there is a very, very good chance that their son Baron is, too. It, I am it, not afraid to say possible. that because I've it's also possible. made it I don't clear know. that I have some inf- inside information about this. Sure, sure. And, uh, but, so, but I, uh, this you is... You know, that, to me, that makes them, him and his campaign team going after her even more disgusting. Yeah, well, and you want it to you let, let's ramp up. Let's let's push the grossness a little bit higher because uh Melanie uh she didn't go, come out in her caveman version of English to say it today, but she came out and had her uh pre, uh, uh who was it? For it, it, oh, is this from uh what's her what's her name? Um Oh, what uh, yeah, Stephanie Grisham. Stephanie, Stephanie Gr- Grisham. Stephanie Grisham. Driver? Yeah, I wow. I didn't Shop know about that. Um, uh, yeah, so Gr- Grisham put out, uh, the, the, it says, Be Best is the First Lady's initiative, and she will continue to use it uh, to use it to do all she can to help children. It's no secret that the President and First Lady often communicate differently, as most married couples do. Their son is not an activist who travels the globe giving speeches. He's a 13-year-old who wants and deserves privacy. Um, okay. All right. So, but it was... All right. Here's, here's the thing that irritates me about this. What they're basically saying is because Greta made the choice to be a public person, they're saying that she is now 
should be treated like any other public person. Yeah. And so they can attack her. They can attack her. Yeah. But and for what? But for what? For whatever they want. Because they don't I like mean, her I, because I she's saying something that makes them, them mad. But they're just saying basically it's okay if Trump attacks Greta or anybody. And it's, that is yeah. They have no horrific. Yeah, they have no standards. They have no standards of anybody who decides, especially. And right now, I'm going to get on my 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 female my female you know soapbox. Go, especially women. I mean, she is she's a young woman. She's 16, and they are already bullying her and trying to shut her up through the pulpit that Trump has via the White House and his and his campaign. This is really, really bothersome. Not just because of what Trump is doing, but this is what this is what happens in fascism. I I, I don't disagree. You know, I mean, this this is. Uh, I, I mean, just the simple fact that you know the the all these all these Trump cultists are out there, and all these conservatives and all these fundamentalists are just always like. The children, the children, the children. Well, you that child better shut their fucking mouth because I don't like what they're that's, saying. That's exactly what's happening. I mean, I've I've thought about this since this happened yesterday after yeah. what you know we talked about in the chat room. Yeah. And and I've made it really clear. I have a nephew on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and I'm incredibly proud of him. But what happens if he just what two things? What happens if he decides he wants to 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 you know, find a, a public voice, find something that inspires him so deeply that he wants to speak up. Well, What's going to happen to him if the President of the United States decides to go after my nephew? Because if he's going after Greta, there's nothing to stop him from going after my nephew. There's nothing to stop him. No, I mean, you know, and, and this is a thing, like, on this show... The only kid I've ever talked about really at length on the show, uh, and, and she was an adult by the time I was talking about her, was Bristol Palin. Uh, you know, I'd make jokes about Willow or something like that, but nothing, you know, nothing, nothing on this level. And I'm not the fucking president, you know, but uh, for the most part, I, I, you know, there, there have been like some kids who pop up every once in a while, like, you know, oh, look at little baby right winger has a YouTube channel. I'm like, well, fuck off. Just ignore him. He'll go away and become a liberal when it, by the time he wants to get laid, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, want some weed. <laughs> yeah. Want some weed, wants to get laid, wants to uh, discovers rock and roll, whatever. Um, you know, I, I mean, it, it, there's nothing about Greta that's hypocritical. So no. we're going to talk about Bristol Palin. We can talk about her her hypocrisy. Well, she was an adult, but yeah, I mean the, the the unwed mother thing and the then going around advocating for abstinence only. Fuck yeah. off. Um, you know, but it, you know, they, they, that's the thing. Hypocrisy. That you know, the GOP is the house hypocrisy built at this point, and 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 the 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 you know they basically pulled out the old foundations, shoved in some rotten logs with people like Sarah Palin, the teabaggers, and all the evangelical crazies uh, who are gonna you know, and all the sexual predators and Trump. So basically, they took out you know the foundation stones of old school Ronald Reagan conservatism and put in like I said, just rotten balsa wood, you know, to hold the whole thing up. And it, it's taken a while, but it's all collapsing. It's disgusting. I mean, these people are gross. Melania's gross. 
Donald's gross. The children are gross. I'm not talking about Baron. I'm talking about the adult children. I mean, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell, all of them. They're just fucking gross. Everything about them is anti-American, anti-life. They want to say they're the party of life. No, they're not. They're the death cult. You know, I mean, seriously, they 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 want to you know cry and moan about abortion, and they haven't done anything to stop it. This they is where done, they want to take America, though. I think you know, I, I really do. I'm starting to believe that. Well, they'll always this is where they want to take this country. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know they'll always have Excuse these same me. dumb little fights that that they'll never solve, just so they can demonize us for their failings, and you know and and in this this administration has pointed out just how utterly incompetent, utterly hypocritical, and and just like I said, gross. That's the the best because I, I feel gross talking about these people. You know, I mean Melania, she's ugh, despicable. Just despicable, and you because you remember when she said, uh, "Well, let me see, let me let me see if I can find the 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 audio, um, the nerve she had." Um, uh, let me see if I can find it. Come on, you can find it. I mean, I I'm just seeing right now while you're looking for that, because um, we talked about this via a media piece, but now Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair has an article about this. The title is Melania Trump thinks Greta Thunberg or Thunberg had POTUS attack coming. That's where they're going at it with. Why? Well, that's, that's what, what I, yeah, because what she's an activist. Other than, other than show, other than take some spotlight off him. I mean, and that's the sin here, right? Let's, let's face it. The sin here is two things. Yeah. One, she's telling the truth about something he lies about. And two, she took. She's taking away public she, attention from from him, who he, yeah. while he thinks the whole world should be kissing his ass. But here's the thing: Greta didn't say, "I want to be Times Person of the Year." That was not her choice. It doesn't matter to him. That's. But that's the. I mean, it's just like no, nobody asked for a, nobody asked for a Nobel Peace Prize. Exactly. Except him. Except yeah, him. He wants Time Person of the Year. He wants Nobel Peace Prize. And if he didn't get it, he attacks people. That is not... I know this is something that we know, but yeah. it is worth reminding people. That is not normal. He was mad he didn't get the, the Nobel Prize for physics because he blows farts. Well, he's trying really hard by flushing the toilet 15 times a day. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. Okay, so this this will this will make uh, make you feel not so alone, Rain. My search for audio uh, on my computer doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I, I, nice. I yeah, so I type in Melania, and of which I know I have several dozen Melania Trump clips, and then uh, it's no item no items match your search. Then I put see more results, and then just nothing. <laughs> oh, Put Melanie in. <laughs> uh, no, I. You know, even even I, I, I'm just typing in Trump, and it says no items match your search. Tell me how the fuck that happened. <laughs> well, that's a, oh. about a few minutes ago. My my computer froze, and I dropped out of the call. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you guys having the same problems I was having? I think we're hacked. Uh, well, I I found a, a way around it, but it's not um, it's not ideal. 
But yeah, here this is what Melania said um, a while ago. I'm sure you guys remember this. Uh, here you go. I could say I'm the most bully person on on the world. On the world, on the world, the most bully the person on the world. World. You could say world. that, and you'd be a fucking liar. I you know, I'm sorry if we're going to try and hold you to a certain kind of standard or have expectations from a first lady of the United States, but apparently we don't have one anymore, just like we don't have a president. We have a fucking, couple fucking, like, you know, le- you know, people who act like the most spoiled teenagers in the world running roughshod over our country because they can't get their way and be on magazine covers. <laughs> it was supposed to be me up there. Fuck off. You and your fucking... You know, and I said that about Melania before in that jacket. I really don't care to you, that jacket. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, where did you find that? Hot Topic, sister? <laughs> I mean, wh- fuck off. You people are such slime. You're so Gross. I mean, there, there's nothing redeemable about any of them anymore, not even as landfill. Fuck you. You know, yeah. that's what I say. There we go. Anyway, uh, yeah, we got we got to run to the break. But we're probably going to talk about this a little bit more. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, but we'll see. But yeah, seriously, we have two, you know, I mean, basically we have two Paris Hiltons uh, running the country, or, you know, running around the country right now. Uh, I'm sure there's a, a male analogy of Paris Hilton out there, but I don't know who that is because I don't watch that garbage shit on TV. Um, but uh, anyway, Paris Hilton is better behaved than Donald or Melania. What am I saying? Anyway, we got to run to the break. We'll be right back with uh, more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful.
Jody Hamilton, we are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. I am Miles Lagan. Inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. So nice and sweet and pure. So fuck off. Ooh. And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm. All is well. All is well. Indie Media Weekly. Doing the best with what we have to work with. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, buddy. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm still here, and so, so is Earl. That's yeah, all right. That's and, outside. I'm so that's okay. sorry. That's fine. And Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Schwamp. Welcome back. Hi. I just want to add something nice to this whole freaking mess with Melania and, and Greta. Today, um, around noon, you know, the, the last first lady that we really had, Michelle Obama, 
sent out a tweet to Greta, and um, she said, "Greta Thunberg, don't let anybody, don't let anyone dim your light. Like the girls I've met in Vietnam and all over the world, you have so much to offer us all. Ignore the doubters and know that millions of people are cheering you on." Amen. And, Amen. I mean, sometimes it's just there is so much darkness from this administration and this Republican Party. It gets hard. It gets really, really hard to deal with life. I'm not suicidal, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it really... Oh, it, okay. It, no, I was no, I'm... Yes. I, I, I knew as soon as I said that. I, I'm. It's just hard. I mean, it just... There are times, like this week, listening to these impeachment, you know, the inquiry and the hearings and stuff, there is so much vitriol and blackness and anger and negativity that is coming from this party. But, you know, that party, the GOP, it is hard. They're gleeful about Honest, it, too. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to listen to it because yes. I, I pride myself on paying attention. I haven't turned it off. I haven't, well, I have turned it off. I haven't turned it, you know tuned it out yeah yeah you haven't mm-hmm. you haven't it, dropped it, out <laughs> yeah it gets it's just the yelling the screaming yes all yes. of it it's it, it honestly i mean i've i have tried to be really really open with who i am on this show i made it clear i grew up in a very dysfunctional household that it's, stuff hurts it's nonsense it hurts my soul it, it, it is well, nonsense for the sake of just being cruel, mean, stupid, and ugly. Speaking of which, <laughs> um, I have some Trump cultist audio, folks. Uh, apparently, uh, Fat Donnie had one of his uh, uh, emotional support rallies out there recently. Um, and uh, CBS News um, uh, compiled some interviews with... Uh, Trump cultists uh, and wanted to get their opinions on impeachment. Now, the first guy, I'm going to say, I will not be surprised if we see a mugshot or or, or so or few of him. Um, obviously, this is audio only, but you just picture this guy looking as crazy as he sounds, and you you pretty much have it. But uh, this is the first guy that they interviewed about Trump being removed from office. And his justification was winning. Well, he's not going to be removed. He's not going to be removed. He's not going to be removed. You feel confident in that? Uh, my, my, my 357 Magnum is comfortable with that. End of story. End of story. Okay. My, my 357 Magnum Magnum's is confident in that. Yeah, yeah. Is that Too the bad. name of your... Do they make a hoverand scooter called a 357 Magnum now? Is that... Jesus Christ. Was he on Was he on a scooter? No, he might as well have been. Um, no. He was just this bloated corpse-looking freak with his eyyes all bulged out of his head. What is it with... You know, here's something... I. I what is it with Trump supporters where, I mean, I know this is kind of a rhetorical question, but it just, they always threaten violence. Like, mm-hmm. always, always violence. If something isn't exactly the way they want it, 
they threaten violence. Yeah. Do, do, do does this guy do that at his dinner table when his kid doesn't oh. want to eat the creamed corn? Oh, Probably. I got a clip for that. I got a clip for that in a minute here. But um the uh <sighs> This is nothing it's new. Really we've been hearing we've up. been hearing about Sorry, ever since you know I've been trying the first the first people we heard and I'm sure it goes on but it, it, in my lifetime of being a talk show host podcaster whatever um, I heard the same exact thing um, uh, you know for different scenarios whatever from the teabaggers the teabagger cavalry. They were all ready. Oh, it's the new civil war. We got to take Obama out and string him up, you know. And and you know, yeah. if they uh, stop, you know, I, I love that that the, the tax enough already movement comes out right when Obama takes office, and they had no problems with getting taxed by the Bush administration. And I just can't figure out what the difference was between Bush and Obama that would have really, they, really got They're colorblind. Them. They didn't oh, yeah. see that it was a yeah. Negro. So they... Uh, sarcasm, you know, everybody. I, oh, we know. Sarcasm. We know. We know. Um, but the, you know, the, the, the first, the teabaggers morphed they, in 10 years, and for 10 years, they've been stewing in their own juices. For a decade, they've been stewing in their own juices for longer than a decade. In those same teabaggers are now maggots and uh they're saying the same fucking thing for a different day of the week another fake new civil war you know and and here's here's one this was a here was a surprise one uh you know it's uh uh th- th- listen to this guy this this was an african-american trump supporter and they re- remove him in the senate mm-hmm. i think it'll cause physical violence in this country that we haven't seen since the second since the first civil war i think it'll become the second civil war oh yeah um that guy just so you know was uh will johnson from info whores uh alex jones <laughs> network so they interviewed this maggot and turned out he was uh he was an info horrier um and um yeah infowars they they really have the greatest name for what they do because it is a war on information you know that's exactly you know it is disinformation and in the, you know it's it's it might as well be called you know truth killers <laughs> you know um because that's yeah, what it is yeah. so yeah so they had a the a, an alex jones sycophant there saying this this one the third one i thought was the most important one this is the longest one and um, listen to what this guy says, because he, he talks about his own family here, too. And, and, and listen to, I'll give you what my thoughts are, and you can agree or disagree or give me your own, own take on what this guy's saying. I would think that there would be a strong movement. It would be very negative. Possible violence. Not that I'm condoning violence. There'll be a lot of mad Americans. Possibly 70, 80,000, 70, 80 million Americans nope. on the loose, not very happy. Uh, what we're seeing is a divided country. You know, both sides are dug in. No one's budging. We have families tore apart. It's uh, including my family. My daughters are liberal. I'm conservative. Now that this whole thing has been going on, uh, we just had a problem at Thanksgiving. Uh, very unfortunate. I wish it never would have happened. This whole, this whole mess we're in. 
You wish it never would have happened. You just had an incident at Thanksgiving with your two liberal daughters. People will die in the streets. You chose you chose people dying in the streets over your daughters. So what what he did exactly. there? Exactly. You chose this fucking fat clown reality TV show host who would have grabbed your daughter's genitals if he had was given half the chance. And you chose Trump over their lives. And oh, I just wish this whole mess never would have happened. Well, blame yourself. Herb Cain said it the best. Blame yourself. You, you know, it, 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 this guy just said, basically said his daughter's lives weren't worth as much as Trump because we had problems. We had problems over Thanksgiving. I hate to say it, there's going to be violence and bloodshed. My daughters might have to be cannon fodder. Um, can I share a little story? <laughs> Absolutely. Back in the day when John McCain was running for office, this is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's over ten years ago now. Oh yeah. When I still when I still talk to my dad on a semi regular basis. Um, <clears throat> and this is actually before the Tea Party per se. Yeah. Per se, came about. He said he couldn't vote for John McCain. Couldn't vote for John McCain. Why was that? Um, John McCain was too liberal. So was he voting and, for Sarah Palin? <laughs> you know, huh? Was he voting for Sarah Palin, or just? No, he just he didn't tell me how he voted. I don't yeah. think my father voted that year. I don't think my father voted that year. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I guess I guess the point that I'm trying to get at is that I don't even know how to put this. My father felt like John McCain was too liberal compared to George Bush. Which is insane because they're pretty much cut insane. from the same it cloth. It is insane. And so when I hear this guy saying that I wish it didn't have to be that way. This to me, this to me, quite honestly, is um, somebody like my father, who I who I do love, but mm-hmm. I do not talk to. Um, this this guy, he's a guy who refuses to acknowledge that the world is moving on beyond them. He yeah. literally is saying that Trump is more important than his daughters because his daughters are liberal. Yeah. So Let's, their yeah. liberalism is more important than his own daughter's identity. Yeah, and that's Absolutely. something that happened to me. Joe, what's your take on this, uh, Mister Thanksgiving here? Well, first of all, I'm sad this all happened in Pennsylvania. We love you, Pennsylvania. Well, I appreciate you taking Hershey. one for the team. It's going to happen in Ohio here pretty soon. Yeah, Hershey of all places. Um. Which, that's an interesting place for him to have a, a rally, by the way. Hershey, who whose claim to fame is the Hershey Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Squirts. And Hershey Park. Yes. And Hershey Squirts. Um, it does not have any Hershey factories anymore because they moved to Mexico. I didn't oh. know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So, you know, that's interesting. You know him, Mister. I'm bringing industry back. And he goes to Hershey, that who's named after an industry that it no longer has. That's cute. 
It's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, the Hershey the Hershey chocolate, most of its production is now in Mexico. Well, it's it's kind of appropriate, really. Um, but yeah. uh, but what do you... Um, but, yeah, go ahead. My, my, I was... Ex- and maybe we could get into this later after we hear some more clips. But I, I wrote a little expose today in the production chat about my feeling of mm-hmm. where I think we're headed here. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's and read that after the break, for sure. Yeah, that's what disturbs me. And, and you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And we'll talk about it later. Yeah, after the break, for sure, because Bobber is off again. Well, he's off for the rest of the month. Um, yeah, you won't so. see Bobber well, until the next decade. But we'll we hear him. We will hear him. Well, You'll yeah, we'll hear his music. His music, that's for sure. That's right. So, all right, here's the here's part, th- uh, part four of this audio. Uh, I call this lady the true believer. Um, she pr- struck me as maybe being a, in her late seventies, um, appearance-wise. But then again, she might vacation in Arizona. I'm not sure. She could be thirty. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is what she had to say, and this. Is, <laughs> so yeah, you you smelled what I was stepping in there. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here she is at the uh, at the rally, and uh, there's what she had to say. Did he do something wrong? It doesn't appear to me that he did. But I think you, I think it's going to be very hard for people to change anyone's mind. If you're a Trump supporter, I'll speak for myself. As a Trump supporter, I believe you. And I don't believe that he's dumb enough to say something in front of all those people that would actually get him uh, <laughs> uh, Wait. She doesn't believe he's dumb enough to say something in front of all those people to get him in trouble. Um, oh, oh, well, I bless guess. Bless your heart. The White House lawn is an invisible magic garden. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, these yes. people. And there was one, the, the Ken, last... You were the yeah. first person who called them cultists. Yeah, I, I, I was I'm one of them. I'm not kidding this, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I will say this, I will say this. I started calling the Trump cultists before I ever heard anybody else call them Trump cultists. You did, you did. and But and I think a bunch of like us that, started calling them cultists at the same time. Yeah, comments like that are the comments you hear from people who are a member of a cult. What, what, you know, honest to God, what CNN and Fox News will never do it, but what CNN, because that's kind of the moderate, right? Yeah, yeah. The moderate cable news. They need to start interviewing people who know about cults, like people who really know about cults and know how to get out of cults. Well, I can tell you one thing about it. Yeah. And, and so bad. as somebody who has watched a lot of documentaries in, in uh, read books on cults, um, I can tell you one very important uh, factor of being in a cult is you have to be willing to sacrifice your loved ones relationship wise uh, if you want to be, be in good standing with the cult. So, Mr. Thanksgiving oh, like Dad. Thanksgiving Dad. Like Thanksgiving Dad. Yeah, the, he he basically he sacrificed his relationship with his daughters. Uh, he didn't even say how many daughters. He could have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten daughters. Who knows how many daughters he has? Maybe he was a foster parent and had you know twenty daughters. Who knows? 
Um, uh, but yeah, uh, foster parent. <laughs> no conservatives a foster parent. Um, Oh no! They well, are the scam. The scammer ones evangelicals are. are. The sc- yeah, the scammer ones are. Uh, yeah. And you know what? A lot of those evangelicals uh, who uh, foster children end up starting cults with them. Um, so yeah, this is uh, cultism one hundred and one going on here, folks. And um, uh, I, and uh, yeah, I'm going to save the last That's one. It's taking over yeah. our country. That's the thing that really really bothers yeah and then the deafening silence you get and then the deafening silence you get from you know or the support for the trump cultists you know again go to the hive of scum and villainy and you'll hear you'll you'll see tons of people saying far worse things about greta thunberg who are trump trump cultists um you know horrible things death threats you know sexual violence threats against her i've seen it i've seen it and she sees it too, I'm sure. Oh, probably, yeah. I mean, you know, if if you think Gamergate for women was bad, yeah, I'm fairly certain that there there's some dark web, four chan, eight chan, whatever, you know, six 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 chan, you know, death cult out there, you know, uh, death cult division of the Trump cult, um, you know, uh, hoping and you know. To, to wreak vengeance somehow against her. I mean, uh, it's 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 disgusting. It's just disgusting. They want to see her dead the same way that radicals wanted to see journalists dead in the Middle East. Yeah, absolutely. Years and years ago, and and I, I yeah, they no, not they years and years ago, dead. Khashoggi. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, they want to see journalists dead like Saudis wanted to see Khashoggi dead. Or they want to see, you know, Greta Thunberg dead like, you know. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's all over the place. And it's always conservatives who want to do this. Yeah. Insane. Yay, America. We're doing great. So anyway, well, let's go to the break, and when we come back, we'll give Joe the floor for a little bit. And uh, I do want to pick up on this because we got a crazy fundy. Um, to talk about who's echoing the same sentiments as these Trump cultists. Oh, get your buckets ready, folks. Uh, hint, hint. Uh, but we'll be right back with more Turn Up Tonight right after this, the weekend edition. Yay! The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... On with the show. I give a shit about people dying from drug overdoses while they're trying to impeach a president. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. 
you know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! anyone who was brave enough to see Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th and they will tell you they were terrified over and over and over and over. The 12th, the 13th, Friday the 13th. We dare you to see this film all over London and in the West End. Your fright day will be the day you're brave enough to see Friday the 13th. Certificate X. I forgot it was Friday the 13th. I had to play that. That's obligatory for Kenny Pick. Of course, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. This Friday the 13th, uh, December 13th, 2019, uh, on IndieMediaWeekly.com, broadcasting worldwide. I got that all backwards. Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Happy Friday the 13th. Ooh, spooky. Or something. Look out for dudes in hockey masks and shit. Oh, hockey masks. Are we going to talk sports? No! And, of course, wow. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, welcome back to you on this Friday the 13th. And, by all means... Um, huh? I was going to say, sports. <laughs> nope. Sports. Nope. Come on, man. Did you know that the New York Giants... Hold on. Nope. <laughs> I have Nope. Tell the New York Giants. Nope. The New York Giants. Nope. They released a guy. Nope. Refused. He refused to take that. All right. You know what? We're going to retard. More than sports. More than sports. The New York Giants released, um, I think it was corner end or tight end, um, Jenkins today because. Yesterday he decided to call a fan a retard, and they asked him about it in the in the um, locker room, and he's like, "That's how we talk where we're from." They're like, "Dude, do you not do you not understand? You you can't do that." And he did not understand, and so the New York Giants said, "All right, we're waving you. Bye bye." Was his name Leroy Jenkins? No, it was Janarius Jenkins. Okay, Leroy Jenkins. Because they he mustn't have been very good because they wouldn't have caught him. He was good, and I'm glad they did it. So sorry. There's your sports, your sports cast on Turn Up the Night. Hmm, that's cool. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's so, a little different than the fucking yeah. shit show that we have. I mean, I you know there yeah. are days where I'm actually it's... waiting for Trump to just tweet out, "Oh, oh, little Adam Schiff is a retard." Well, yeah. wouldn't matter. No, nope. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. Wouldn't well, matter. So anyway, let, let's get some sports report. All right, I loved it. So and uh, all right, Joe Santorsa, uh, let's give you some time to, to stretch your legs here. Uh, what, what you got? Oh well, I I would just say, uh, you know, over where we were talking before the break. Um, my my concern. Uh, first of all, I, I agree with Rain. I have turned off the TV 
just about all week. Sporadically, I, I, I listen in because I can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't take the lying, the screaming, the yelling. Uh, yeah, I, I can't take this anymore. And what, what's killing me is the flaunting of a minority position. The way they yeah. flaunt it, the way they're so, so goddamn smug about the about because they know the outcome. They don't even care anymore. I mean, they're so smug. I mean, McConnell goes around saying how huh, we're coordinating the whole trial with Trump. Yeah. You know, yeah. here, here, yeah. here, the guy on trial is is running the is is running the trial, and is going to dictate how the trial is run. Yeah. And Giuliani is running around Ukraine, still collecting, and he met with with Trump today. Like they don't care, they don't care. Oh yeah, they're flaunting it because you can't touch us. What's bothering me about all this is the longer term uh, implications of what's going on in our in our government now. The Republicans have, through gerrymandering and through the Electoral College managed to make minority rule permanent. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say permanent, I mean very, very long term. They have gerrymandered their 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 way into for instance in Pennsylvania, Democrats got over two million more votes in the congressional elections in twenty eighteen, yet our congressional delegation is like thirteen to five Republican. How can that be? And it's not just in Pennsylvania. And it's the same thing with our electoral college. Why do three million more people want Hillary Clinton as president, yet this joker is president? So what we have is some farmers in Wisconsin are going to mm-hmm. tell, tell the elite in the coast, and they're going to run the country? Mm-hmm. Uh, something, something is wrong here. Something is basically wrong. And now they're they're flooding the 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 the, uh, the judicial system with not only conservative judges, uh, unqualified judges. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Just so any so just with in lifetime case, appointments. Yeah. Just in case Democrats get any kind of power and pass legislation, they'll just cut it down. Yeah. I mean, well, is this is this what the America and, and what, what concerns me is what's going to take to overturn this? Well, I, because it's not going to be overturned quickly, and it's not going to be overturned in my lifetime, or po- probably in any generation X's lifetime. Well, oh, let no, let me no no, no don't now I'm just well, going to have to commit no no no, no no hang on hang on hang on no, let, let me but two Joes to hold on hold on just two Joes point here I have a bit of audio that's important. Um, Mitch McConnell was on uh, Sean Hannity's show last night, bragging about the amount of judges they they've you know put in uh, under. They're like, oh yeah, Obama only had fifty three in uh, eight years, and and we had fifty in the last three years with Trump, and then a hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it okay? I, yeah, I'm, it I, I'm I'm I'm. It's a horrible number. Anyway, uh, the the. What's more important, though, is towards the end, Hannity decides to play dumb and say, how come, how come Obama left all those vacancies when he was president? And in a very mm-hmm. candid moment, McConnell was super honest 
and listen to his reaction. I was, I was shocked that uh, former President Obama left so many vacancies and didn't try to fill those positions. I'll Senator, tell you why. I'll tell you why. I was in yes, charge of the... Uh, <laughs> of what we did the last two years of the Obama administration. I give, I, and I will give you full credit for that. And by the way, take a bow. All right, that was a good line. Um, <laughs> fuck the will of the people. Fuck the will of the people. I don't fucking care. I, well, right. I was in charge the last two years. I, I, uh, 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 That's right. Uh, uh, and he stole a Supreme Court seat, too. Yes, yes. And surely, surely, if there's a there's a nomination, you know, next year, the, you know, if if somebody retires or leaves the court, surely Mitch McConnell will apply the Biden rule, right? Well, they already said he won't. So yeah, I know. asked him a, a couple months ago what would happen if there's a Supreme. He said, "Of course, I'll feel." Oh, yeah, he, needs, he really needs to be voted out of office. McConnell is you know, the- worse than Trump because McConnell knows exactly how evil he can be. Yeah. The thing is that I, 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 the judiciary that McConnell has put in, <clears throat> and Joe is right. I made a joke again. What? <laughs> It's going to take a generation, but in order for this to turn around, to start turning around generationally, we need to get rid of Mitch McConnell, period. Yeah. Seriously. And, 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 and it's not just him, because if we don't get control, I know this is like wish list stuff. We have to take back the Senate. Absolutely. We need to take back the Senate. I'm going to tell you, I think. The Senate is more important than the presidency this year. I think so, too. I agree. I think so, too. I mean, yeah, something has to happen. We need a check. We are supposed to have a check and balance with, you know, our, you know, the House and to a lesser extent, the Senate. We have no checks. I mean, right now, every freaking Democratic member of Congress is being pummeled because of this. Yep. But the reality is, the big picture is that we need to take back the Senate. We mm-hmm. need to have a chamber of the legislative branch to push. We need to have both of them, to be honest with you. Exactly. To push back against the corruption. I mean, and it's not even just corruption from the White House. It is It is like insipid. It's It's just... Here's, here's, I don't know here's if the I importance. Said, here's, yes, here's the importance... And why I say the Senate is more important than the presidential election in 2020. Because if we keep the House and get control of the Senate, Trump is not only a lame duck, he's a dead duck. Yeah. Okay, because the first Supreme Court vacancy... Yeah. I would I would have our leader, Senate leader, blow up the filibuster and say 51 votes and they don't get confirmed. If we have control, I would blow it up. There is no way I would let that man get anywhere near any judicial appointments mm-hmm. in a second term. If well, we have control of the Senate, also and let us uh, not yep. forget that McConnell blew it up for the for the for the judges. Yes, he did. Well, also, I want uh, to. I, I, um, I have another bit of audio that ties into what Joe's talking about here too. 
um, where, uh, again, you mentioned it, um, Joe, that uh, the, uh, the White House is basically coordinating with Senate in the impeachment trial at this point. So basically the accused is jury tampering. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Kellyanne Conway, lovely, lovely Kellyanne Conway, uh, what a what a winning personality. Uh, she was she was asked about this today, and I think uh, you'll probably have a few things to say about this, Joe. So uh, it's kind of a longer clip, but uh, uh, if there's at any point you want me to pause to either vomit or interject, let me know. <laughs> so here you go. As speaking trials, as you know, senators swear an oath to be impartial jurors in an impeachment trial. Is it given that is it appropriate for uh, the president or his counsel to be uh, coordinating or even communicating with Senator McConnell and Senate leadership on this subject? Yes, they should be coordinating what's going to happen next. We have to have a calendar. For example, the Senate also has to worry about spending bills and December 20th and keeping the government open and and oh. completing the USMCA deal. They're talking about any number of issues. Right. The DREG Bullshit. agenda runs through White House Bullshit. Counsel's office, just so we're clear. Yes, and Mitch McConnell's the, the Senate Majority this is Leader. Specific, this is specific to the impeachment trial. Yeah, but you, you act like they're coordinating evidence. Night. That's what that's what Schiff's team did with the whistleblower. <laughs> that's not what we're doing sorry, with Leader you, McConnell. I, I, I have to insist the answer to the question. Is it appropriate for the President's Counsel to be discussing the trial with a juror. What are they discussing, though? Mitch McConnell. No, no, but what are they discussing? Mitch McConnell on Hannity last night Take said that he was discussing the trial and she that he was so in But he's in charge of the calendar. Right, he's in charge of the calendar. In other words, what will the Senate trial look like? And what the... It probably was until we got to this level. And don't you think the President of the United States should have had a, been able to have his own lawyer present in the House proceedings? I'm sure you think enough about due process and fairness to have to. accommodated that small Jesus minor Christ. request. The House proceeding was nonsense, and you know it. So if any of you have ever said the no. words bribery, extortion, quid no. pro quo, or collusion, no. the, the House, I played you for fools. All right, it, it, let, I'll let you uh, chime in there, Joe. Uh, what were you well, saying? Fuck her. <laughs> first, yeah. First of all, First of all, he didn't have represent his his attorneys weren't represent representative in the House hearings because he refused to participate when he was invited. Oh, you're bringing facts in. Uh, one, two, McConnell isn't talking about calendars. Was no, she, she what calendar girl of the year? What 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 fucking calendar? What the Christmas oh. calendar? What what's wrong with you? Uh, uh, she's the calendar she's, she's, he's, the he's coordinating how the outcome of the trial is going to be yes. that he's going to be acquitted and what they're talking about is how they're going to acquit him whether they're going to just yeah. throw the charges out on day one or have a sham trial where they won't call witnesses and say let's have a vote uh, that's yeah. all they're doing they're not talking about calendars Kellyanne you're a fucking liar oh but Jeez. they need a calendar Jeez. Well, yeah, you need a calendar to tell me when, what day you're going to acquit him. Well, she's evil. And people are saying it's a political plus. I think McConnell is turning what might be a political plus into a political minus because he's being so blatant about saying that the acquittal is done. Yeah. Well then, the, well then, there's not going to be any headline. There's not going to be any because what you're telling me is it's it's all rigged. Yeah. Which you yeah. know it, is, but but that's beside the point. At least Jesus, pretend. 
Sure. Yeah. Pretend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, you saw how much he pretended to, to, you know, um, uh, you know, not obstruct President Obama in in the last two years. You know, he now after the fact, he's, you know, uh, 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 laughing like a fucking, you know, cartoon villain, you know. Um, but here's the rest of Kellyanne's, uh, she throws so much bullshit in here. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. George run, grab the kids, take what you need and run. Please. George. Um, uh, anyway, cause that's not in their articles of impeachment and you should be a little bit angrier at them than you seem to be. No, because they've just been stringing you along and along. You know what? Fucking conservatives tops. Yeah. Stop telling everybody else how to feel because we don't fucking feel the same way you do because we're not imbeciles. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. So horrible. That's yeah. the problem. That's the problem. This is where we are right now. Yeah. Honestly, I, it makes me really mad. This is where we are right now because when Joe was talking about minority rule, we're now in minority rule where yeah. suddenly people who don't yeah. think like them need to shut up and take a seat. That's what they're saying. And this you is need really to be dangerous. Angrier. You need to be angrier. You need to be angrier. No, fuck you. We're angry enough with all your bullshit. Anyway, continuing the, the clip. Along, and I know none of you want to do deal with impeachment for the next eight months. Who does? I know you didn't want to deal with collusion for two and a half years. Since you're, since you're a I already answered lawyer. it. I already if answered were, it. If, if you were a lawyer, for if you were a prosecutor, and the defendant was communicating with one of the jurors, wouldn't you ask for a mistrial or for the jury? No, I wouldn't, but don't pretend that we had any kind of trial, anything even close to a no, trial in the House. No, trial that's upcoming. The House is a trial. But you don't know what they discussed. They're probably discussing the calendar. When will it start? Wait, they, they have they have competing interests on the calendar. I care very much about the Senate getting its act together and passing the fentanyl analogs before February before February when they expire when they're due because I give a shit about people dying from drug overdoses oh. while they're trying to impeach a president. Oh, okay. Um, oh, shit. She gives a shit. Oh, oh. Really? If How about you those g- kids that are dying at the border uh, yeah, that are being locked up in cages? Do you give a shit about them? Well, Kellyanne, fuck. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nobody who oh, really crazy. truly cares about somebody says, I give a shit about them. No, you say, I don't give a shit about somebody. You're like, I give a shit about people who are dying. Oh, is that that's is that what you give? Is that what you give? Uh, when people are dying, you give a shit. You give a shit. Yeah. Your heart isn't breaking. You're, you, you know, well, I, 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 I'm losing sleep. I'm losing sleep over this. No, I give a shit. I give a shit about people. No, that's a flip thing to say. That's that, that that's a, doesn't fucking mean you care. You don't give two no, shits. She, said, for, she for, said the word shit because it seemed provocative to, you know, right wing base. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and, but yeah, there, in case anybody, I, pl- I played this before we started the hour. I give a shit about people dying from drug overdoses while they're trying to impeach a president. And uh, no media. Yeah. I found that at C SPAN. No, no media no, outlets no, are don't. playing that either. No. So, because nobody cares. Because in the age of Trump, anybody can swear and say anything they want. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. But, um. Uh, well, no, not everybody can swear and say anything they want. You can only swear and say anything you want if you're a Trump cultist. Oh if yeah, then it's it's pearl clutching. Want, then yeah, the Trump cultists are going to be totally outraged. Yeah, oh it's, my god, it's pearl clutching time. If you know, you know, Chris Cuomo or Don Lemon says shit. Remember, you know, 
basket of deplorables. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god! Yes. Okay, so you guys don't think that the the Klansmen who support Trump are deplorables? Okay, well they're your people then. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I look forward to Kellyanne Conway's show called "See You Next Tuesday." Like I said, I I posted my picture from the all oh, the the, the yes. Week. The Trumpanos. That's yeah. what we have in the White House. We have a we have a crime family posing as a government. Did you use that for the the Tim Carmel show? Oh no. Okay, no. I'll steal it tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's finish uh, listening I used, to. Actually, I used a version of that years ago, but not with those people. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, here's the but, uh, thing, and and t- I got a minute and a half. Have is, is is a crime family posing yes. as a government. And and all joking aside. This is this to me. This is a real problem because if one were to, and I do, come to the conclusion that the Trump family, the Trump administration, the government right now is a crime family, imagine, imagine it. How do we fight against a crime family, especially considering we don't even have a justice system that is working yeah. for us? The American people. We're in a really bad place. Well, let's finish the Kellyanne Conway clip. There's another minute here. here. So I hope they're coordinating the full Senate calendar. I've had it with this nonsense of just trying to get the president and you all getting the president instead of getting the story. Cut it out. We have stuff to do in this country. We have people relying upon the press, the presidency, the Congress, the courts to get it done. You are all you all breathe the rarefied air. We are in positions of importance, of consequence, and we should be helping the American people. There are people who are struggling out there, and they turn on the TV and they see people pretending obstruction of Congress and abuse of power exist, that they have to stick in articles of impeachment. None of these serious crimes that they talked about. We had law professors lecturing us about bribery and extortion and quid pro quos and the Constitution and Barron with two R's and one R. And where is it? Where is it? That was just last week. It seems like a fortnight. It seems like 10 years a ago. It was fortnight? last week. And this week, the articles of impeachment include none of it. It is Shut nonsense. And, and I think that American, I know the American people deserve more. I hope that they're coordinating the calendar because whether the Shut Senate trial is long or short, it should be full and fair. I'll tell you what's inappropriate. Is Adam Schiff growing mushrooms and having depositions in the bowels of the of the, of the the Congress and his staff coordinating with the whistleblower. The whistleblower's attorney what? tweeting about or texting about impeaching the president and having a coup days after he went into there. And Adam Schiff talking to the Colbert, he's talking to Stephen Colbert oh, instead of testifying in front of the Senate. I hope he's just practicing because he is a faculty. Testify in front of the Senate. Listen, listen. Biden should too. Anyone named Biden should testify too. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my God! I don't care. First of all, how Kelly and you expect to get these witnesses to testify in front of the Senate? What are you going to subpoena them? Because with mushrooms. Because subpoenas don't mean anything. Because they'll just go to court. I just want to point out that you know who Kellyanne Conway worked for before she went to work for Trump. Oh boy, yeah. what? Uh, Ted for- Cruz. Ted yeah, Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah, I had the audio uh, from years ago of her trashing Trump, saying he didn't pay people when she was still working for Ted Cruz. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, I just, I, oh, I cannot stand her. And I'm telling you, I really look forward to her afternoon show. Called. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>
I am not kidding about uh, that. You pulled that I'm out for sorry. Melania today, too. Melania will be her first guest. Maybe they'll be like Hoda and, um, um, oh gosh, what's her name? From, uh, uh, uh Kathy Lee. Hoda and Kathy Lee. Kellyanne yeah, and Mel. Instead of drinking nice bubbly champagne, they're just like chugging back, I don't know, Everclear. Fla- poison Flavorade. Uh, yeah, it'll be Kel and Mel uh, chugging the aid. <laughs> Kel and Mel chugging the aid. I'll tell you what, she is not going to win an Academy Award for her fake outrage. This Never. woman cannot believe the shit that she's putting out there. And, and, and this is Trumpism 101, where you're just like, I'm just going to take it to 11. I I'm give a shit about people dying from you- drug overdoses while they're trying to impeach a president. You just scream. You just scream. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. I, I'll tell you what. I think the 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 Academy Awards probably going to have to go to uh, Doug Collins, uh, but we'll have oh, to get to that no. later. Um, you know. Oh, Doug Collins, who called who called Speaker think, Pelosi Mr. Pelosi today. I think we should call him Stormy since he storms out of a room. You know, but you you did oh, hear that, that right? Stormy so Collins, Stormy Collins. Yeah. I I I I missed it, but I I was just, sick for two days. Have, so need, I understand yeah. you don't need, but he did. He said, "Mr. Pelosi today." Well, we're gonna call him Stormy Collins from now on because he he loves to storm <laughs> out of rooms. He stormed off, and then he Storms came back. Right he came back. He did. Well, he had a tinkle in the Everybody potty. Everybody needs to pee. Well, um, well, yeah, and apparently they all need to yeah. shit because all Republicans are pants shitters now. All of them constantly shitting their pants over everything. So and crying and, and crying. crying, so much crying. I love that Collins had a box of tissues in front of him the whole time at the impeachment hearing yesterday. <laughs> um, big old box of Kleenex right there, all fluffed up for him, ready to go for eagerly awaiting the foundation of his tears. Uh, so anyway, the Green News Report coming up right now. We'll we'll uh, our phone lines are still broken. I'm sorry, guys, but we'll do name calling and we'll we'll give us some kind of special award, um, maybe uh, early Academy Awards or something. I don't know. Joe, you think of something. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll but yeah, we'll be right back right after the Green News Report. Don't you go nowhere. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, December 12, 2019. The judge said that New York's attorney general had failed to produce any shareholders who would say they were actually misled. The bad news, oil giant Exxon wins climate fraud case in New York. NOAA finds sweeping changes underway in the Arctic. Extreme weather raising the risk of a global food crisis, plus the good news. Well, I'm telling you, there is hope. I have seen it. Teen climate activist named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. All of that good and bad news straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. People are flushing toilets ten times, fifteen times. Ten times? Fifteen times? (laughs) What, are they trying to get rid of a body? (laughs) (laughs) This is your... Green News Report. You can't wash your hands because so little water comes out of the faucet. It takes you much longer to wash your hands. Yes. That's time you could be spending flushing the toilet 15 times. Oh, 
Okay, Desi Doyen, as usual, you're keeping the good news for the end, I guess. Oh, yes. First, the bad news. Okay. A New York State judge this week handed oil giant ExxonMobil a victory in a closely watched civil securities fraud case. The judge ruled that the New York State Attorney General did not prove that Exxon violated state securities law or defrauded shareholders when its public statements differed from its internal accounting, measuring the costs of climate regulations on its business. But there may be a silver lining. The judge wrote, quote, nothing in this opinion is intended to absolve ExxonMobil from responsibility for contributing to climate change through the emission of greenhouse gases in the production of its fossil fuel products. Uh, Moreover, there is another case uh, over a similar matter in Massachusetts that is being put forward by the attorney general there. And there are dozens of climate liability lawsuits from cities seeking damages from the fossil fuel industry for causing climate change. So this ain't over by a long shot. Bad news for the Arctic. Warming of the Arctic is dramatic, disruptive, and rapid. That's according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration in its annual Arctic report card this week. Okay, that part is unqualified bad news. NOAA found sweeping changes are now underway across the Arctic. Rising air and water temperatures and melting sea ice caused by man-made global warming are directly threatening the Arctic marine ecosystem and the communities dependent on it. Warming is triggering a cascade of changes, like reducing the catch in the Bering Sea fishery, which provides almost half of the total fish and shellfish catch in the United States every year. The report also warns that the Arctic may have already crossed a key threshold. It notes melting of Arctic permafrost is accelerating and may have already become a net emitter of methane, a more potent greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide on shorter timescales. That will eventually cause the region to become a carbon source, creating a feedback loop that triggers even more melting and even more warming. And it brings effects outside the Arctic. Two new studies this week warn that extreme weather patterns like heat waves and droughts are raising the risk of simultaneous failures of crops like wheat, corn, and soybeans worldwide. The researchers found specific jet stream patterns increases the probability of extreme heat waves occurring simultaneously by as much as 20 times. That raises the risk that multiple breadbaskets around the world could fail at the same time, triggering global food price spikes food shortages, and social unrest. Mm. Are we at the good news yet? Yes, finally. A little over one year ago, Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg began skipping school on Fridays to sit by herself with a handmade sign outside the Swedish parliament protesting her government's failure to act urgently to address the climate crisis. Since then, Thunberg's solo actions have sparked a global movement of young people launching truly massive school strikes for climate around the world. This week, Time magazine named Thunberg its youngest ever person of the year for, quote, creating a global attitudinal shift and for her moral clarion call for governments to enact change at the speed and scale required to avoid catastrophic climate impacts. Addressing the U.N. Climate Summit in Madrid this week, Thunberg noted that science shows the world is running out of time to act and excoriated corporations and rich countries for negotiating loopholes for themselves to continue profiting from business as usual. And she concluded by saying she also sees signs of hope. People are ready for change, and that is the hope because we have democracy. In fact, every great change throughout history has come from the people. We do not have to wait. We can start the change right now. We, the people.
one person, one unelected person, one unelected school kid taking action has already changed the world. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. All it takes is one voice Singing so they hear what's on your mind And when you look around you'll find there's more than one voice Singing in the darkness This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I give a shit about people dying from drug overdoses while they're trying to impeach a president. Oh, shit. Oh, I just came up with a great idea for an award if you didn't think of one, Joe. But, of course, welcome back. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, uh, from the Tim uh-huh. Turner Show. So I thought which, which, I, I could I could give a shit to everybody <laughs> in the chat room tonight and play a different shit uh, audio clip. Because I think I have my a, idea. I think I have enough for everybody. I have enough shit to go around. <laughs> Do you have enough sharks? Uh, probably not. Uh, I haven't had my McDonald's KFC Arby's quotient this week. So, well, I don't know. I was going to give away a chewing gum. Oh. But, uh, I think yours is better. All right. It, it could, it could be fun. It could be fun. So, uh, and anyway, it, it rain, rain from for freedoms blog. Washington D.C. Are you are you on board for me to give a shit to everybody in the chat room tonight? Our girl I, Friday. You know what? Just do we need to hand out like you know little <clears throat> and scoops? Little, no, I was going to say the stuff that you. What is it? The stuff you use to get rid of the sand. L uh, Purell. Purell. Yeah, Purell. Everybody gets Purell. Uh, yeah, after uh, the complimentary Purell. Uh, you know, right after. So, uh, anyway, uh, Rain, you ready? Our, our Girl Friday? I am. All right, here we go. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits oh all right there we go so let me me try and get this ready for everybody uh yeah and oh give me one second here okay so and um all right yeah there you go okay we're ready yeah okay first up we have mr adam hebert 
God Almighty, that was a shit show. <laughs> oh. Sounds delicious. Um, next up we have Psy Guy. Hi, Psy Guy. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? There you go. <laughs> Little next. Christmas spirit there. <laughs> yeah. Next up we have um Heather. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, after that we have Jay Colley. Uh, People are sick and tired of this sh- uh, poop show in Washington. <laughs> that was a shh poop show. Shh. <laughs> yeah. That was Jennifer Granholm, that- I believe. I love her. Um, next up we have uh Cat. Uh all right. Um uh, You piss on it and you shit on it. It's Malix Jones. <laughs> it's the next part, and then you eat it. <laughs> I don't know. It's Alex Jones, so oh. I don't know. Okay. Next up, Ken. We have you. Uh, well, I, oh, well, yeah. I'll give myself. Uh, let me see. I'll give myself the most insulting one I've found so far. You piece of subhuman shit. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's rough. Um, <laughs> what's that, Joe? That's rough. Oh. That one's gonna leave a mark. It is. Well, sub it's subhuman. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up we have Ken Senior. Right. If you don't like me working with President Trump to make the world a better place, I don't give a shit. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that hurt. Living on Long Island. Uh, live in. Let's see. Uh, no deal. No dice. Shot at and missed. Shit on and hit. <laughs> oh Why do so many men use the word shit? I got a few women using the word shit here too. Don't worry. So. I know, but it's so far the ratio. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I won't argue that. Filthy mouths. We do. Now, I don't know if it's filthy mouths or is it just do they. Have an obsession with poop. Man, I have so many shit clips. This is great. I'm gonna play all the ones that yeah. See. Next up, Joe Santora, also known as Marnus. Or Joe Santorsa as well. Uh, (laughs) I thought I said that. Did I? You know, you know. This one's appropriate for Joe. I know we talk a lot of shit. Oh, hold on. Here you go. This is for Joe. I know we talk a lot of shit on the internet. So. We do. I thought I said Joe Santorsa. I'm sorry. It's it's okay. It's okay. You missed the S. Yes. I am literally. I am physically exhausted. All right. So. All right. Next up. Meow goodness. Well, you know what a cat might look for is a bird. In particular, this kind of bird. Shithogs. Big, dirty shithogs. They're flying in low. Just swooping down, shitting on people, and dragging them off to the big shit nest. Mm, shit hogs. <laughs> I'm saying it's mostly men. <laughs> Next up, Michelle in South Florida. God, this coffee smells like shit. Mm. It is shit, Austin. Oh, good, then it's not just me. Okay. It's a bit nutty. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) When did I eat corn? Corn? (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, <laughs> next up we have Miss. We have President. President. I'm gonna present my my favorite one. This 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 one goes out to Trump uh, or to, to evangelicals, fake uh, Christians. If the only thing keeping a person decent is the expectation of divine reward, then brother, that person is a piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> That's my that's my boy Matthew McConaughey. Sure is. When he's when he's not driving a Lincoln. I yeah. have a crush on him. I heard he doesn't bathe regularly. I don't care. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, myself. Oh, you? Me. Uh, let me see. Um, uh, All right, this fucking shit show is officially over. Not quite. <laughs> okay, right. next up, I think it was Sandy and Durwood. Honey Badger don't give a shit. <laughs> well, Honey Badger doesn't give a shit. And I think I lost the last two people in the chat because... It's my... Tim and... Tr- Tim, Tim and... thank you. Tim and Carmel. Tro- and Trojan Rabbit, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. so... Uh... Tim Carmel. Um, here you go. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Holy shit. So, <laughs> and Trojan Rabbit. Uh, uh, here you go. Um, like if a skunk crawled into another skunk's ass and took a shit in it, and then both skunks died. Oh. There you <laughs> that, just, that just smells nasty thinking about it. <laughs> And uh, all right, so the last ones I have, uh, last ones I have. Uh, Is there any kind of thought roaming around in that thick shit skull of yours? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Wagner on her last show on MSNBC. That was massive. <gasps> Woo! Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this is. This is Winnebago Man. Do you believe any of that shit? Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think many of us believe this. I don't give a fuck if their name's Palin or fucking Obama, because they don't Jack mean shit talk to, to you me. Tomorrow. <laughs> That's from the Palin brawl. Here's a, I don't know what this one is. Oh, that was actually the sounds of elephants pooping. <laughs> oh, that and, uh, have some bass. Uh, fucking shit. And here's here's a good one. Yeah, that was a little kid on a phone. And then, uh, of course, the last one. No shit. There we go. I, can we just throw in, you know, maybe you need a shit face mask? A shit face mask? Think about that. Well, I don't give a fuck if their name's... No, wait, I, I meant to play the... Smear it, smear it on their face, let it dry out. Scrub it off, and then have the healing. Honey badger, don't, don't give know. a shit. <laughs> uh, so anyway, there we go. Um, so I give a shit. I give a shit to everybody. Uh, you know, much that like Kelly. Nice. I give a shit about people dying from drug overdoses while they're trying to impeach a president. Uh, Does she liar. give a shit about kids dying in cages that are no. not getting flu shots? Or that her Justice Department is going to court to try to completely obliterate Obamacare. Thank you. So, so oh. that thirty-five million people will lose their insurance. No. Oh, here I got I got one for Kellyanne Conway. You piece of shit. There you go. 
There. So and that was and that was George. Let me tell yeah. you, that was George. <laughs> George, what was that? Piece of shit. Okay, George. <laughs> Ease up. The thing I can't stand about her the most is that she comes out there like she's some badass woman warrior. I'm just gonna yeah. be this tough woman. I'm a woman warrior, and you know, you're you're defending awful, awful things. You're not a woman warrior. You're not a sister. You're not anything. You were a terrible person. Uh, yeah, she is a terrible person. Uh, sorry, I'm just she's a... She's certainly not a sister to me. To me, her, she's not a sister. Her entire shtick sh- is getting old, which is go out there and just blurt out a bunch of words but yell them. Her skin yeah. is getting old, and that's why she got plastic surgery, but... Is that plastic surgery, or is that just like a plastic molded uh, face cover? Could be plexiderm. Plexiderm? Could be spackle. So, uh, could be just, you know, heavy molding paste. Could be. Could be. But anyway, I'm. Uh, I, I, uh, our phone lines are still down, but I did put the clarion call out there. If anybody wants me to call them in the chat room, I'll do reverse call in. Uh, Heather says, me. So, all right, Heather is up. We're going to go ahead and give her a quick call on the Skype. And let me find her real quick. There's Heather. And, and to call. Here we go. And uh, I don't know if I still have my reverse calling jingle um, loaded up here. But let me see. Uh, reverse calling. Hi, Heather. How's it going? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Here, let me play the reverse call-in jingle. Reverse call-in. Hello. Yep, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, thanks for letting me call you. Sorry the phone lines are still down. I, I don't know what the hell we're going to do about this. Um, but uh, good to hear you. How you been? Hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. Say hi to Joe and Rain. Yeah. Hello, Joe and Rain. Hi, Heather. Hi, Heather. So, what's um, what's on your mind? Oh, oh God! It's what isn't on your mind? <laughs> Maybe <week>. that's easier. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really strange week. Um, I told somebody on I think it was Twitter earlier. They were laughing, but they got they understood. I said, I want. The patience of Jerry Nadler and the, um, what was it, the, um, the man that told um, Gets that he shouldn't be talking about somebody with... Um, Hank, Hank Johnson from yeah. Georgia. Yes, and I want Hank Johnson's wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm female. Yeah, so, well, and, you know and I, I, mean? I want Nancy Pelosi's uh, um, mm, fortitude. <laughs> but it speak and I said that though because I wanted to, um, you know, be supportive of members of the Judiciary Committee. I mean, and there's. There are quite a few that do need support, but I just, I don't know what it was about those two. I just, 
I was so pleased, though, when Nadler said, look, we're going to vote tomorrow. We're not going to do this tonight. Yeah. Because Collins <laughs> and Getz and Jordan and their little cohort. Stormy Collins. Oh, yeah. They wanted to do, they wanted to go ahead and try to get a vote, but they wanted it to happen in the middle of the night, which, yeah. no, should not have happened. No, calm your so silly ass down. I give, I give Nadler credit. I don't see how he could have sat there for that long and listened <clears> to those. It was 14 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I mean, like I said, I want his patience. <laughs> well, in, in it was 14 uh, hours, yeah. I'm still not sure why he decided to gavel it down. I'm fine that he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I also feel like a whole bunch of Republican members of that committee were like, we're missing, we're missing that, that, you know, there was a White House ball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A dance party. Where they, you know, played 23 Skidoo. A sock hop? Did they have a little sock hop? <laughs> sock hop. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know why he did that. I, it, again, I did step away from... I, God, that was, what, 11 o'clock last night? Yes. You know, Jim and Jordan... So he just was like, boom. Jim Jordan strokes, uh, strips down to his jock and uh, in a tank top for a sock hop. <laughs> But here, here's the thing, Heather, and I don't know if you had paid attention to it, and this goes to you and, and, and Joe, Ken and Joe. When he decided to gavel that, you know, the hearing closed, Collins had a hissy fit about how, yeah. about how um, you know, his members were supposed to, they were supposed to go home, right? Mm -hmm. So they were supposed to go home, and they were like, oh, how can we go home now? I With live in the D.C. area. Your feet and vehicles and... <laughs> well, here's the thing. I live in the D.C. area. National Airport, the last flights end way before when he gaveled it down. And Union Station, if you're going to take a train, th if they were upset about this, they should have said something about this around 5 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So when they say we can't get home now... That's a bullshit argument. Well, if maybe you know one of them. Anything about commuting. Maybe one of them took over the Epstein Express. You know. Oh, oh. speaking of. Well, another thing is they were supposed to end at five, I believe. Yes, that was but the plan. They, yeah. Yeah, they just it just kept going and going and going and. And you know, like, who like the Energizer Bunny. Huh? I said like a filthy Energizer Bunny. <laughs> God, I just... I <laughs> yeah, the Republicans didn't gavel or didn't ask for, you know, that they didn't ask for it to end. They just kept fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. They're obstructing. And fighting and fighting. They're obstructing is all they're doing. And so, yeah, that's, I think this they're is making where it's it coming down to... Maybe I'm wrong, but, you know, at 11 o'clock, Nadler's like, we're done. So when I oh, hear yeah. that Collins bitching about, we were supposed to be able to go home. 
Yeah. To me, that's that is so ridiculous. Why the box of tissues really, was in front of him. Yeah, if you really wanted to go home, you should have been asking <clears throat> for this to be closed at, I don't know, 5 o'clock. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Stormy Collins also st- not just storms off uh, the, the, the podium, <laughs> also has storm clouds in his eyes because he was crying. Stormy <laughs> so. Well, you know, and somebody oh, else who... Somebody else who deserves a lot of credit, and I'm not going to take up your time, but stick around for the next hour. I'm going to play some Zoe Lofgren, Representative Zoe Lofgren from California. Uh, She had some really great moments, too. She's awesome. So she's somebody who needs our support through all this, too. But uh, but anyway, we've got a couple minutes left. So go ahead, uh, Heather. But yeah, that was, those were at, at that time, those were my favorite parts of it. And I didn't listen to, all of it because I had a bunch of other stuff going yeah. on. But I kid you not, I was doing something at I don't even remember what time it was. I turned on I think it was C SPAN on the um on TuneIn. Yeah. And oh my God, it was still going on. I'm like, what the holy heck? <laughs> oh I know. I just I mean, you know, and I just felt so bad and I'm like Jerry Madler, what are you going to do? I just... But, I mean, I just couldn't believe that he could sit there with that patience and not, you know. And every once in a while, he would say, the gentle lady has her time, and that was fine. You know, and I like him. I love Adam. Shit as well. Yeah. Um, But, you know, don't don't ever ask me to to decide which one I like better because I love both of them. I'll tell you, we've, we had I some winners. I mean, Hakeem, Je- yeah, Hakeem Jeffries, too. I got some audio from Hakeem Jeffries, you'll hear. Oh, uh, Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Hakeem Jeffries, basically, if all of America would just listen to what Hakeem Jeffries said, and with an open mind, and it's not even an open mind, with with a human, a normal human thinking mind, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, that would all you would need to hear from all the multiple hours we've had from this. So the, the volumes of hours, but anyway, um, but anyway, Heather, um, we're going to let you go, but are you ready for the holidays? Do you celebrate? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got any, you got your shopping done? Uh, any of that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you more of a, 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 a um, show up and buy stuff or order online? I like to order online. Yeah, me too. Me too. I hear you. Me too. So. Me too. I did it's- happen to buy some pretty awesome little trinkets today uh, at the establishment which I work because there was a 40% off discount for employees today. So I took advantage of that. Um, nice. So yeah, so there might be some trinkets uh, involved there that will be offered up to people as prizes down the road. So, but uh, and Francie, don't worry, I'm gonna send your package out either tomorrow or Monday. So I'm still working on putting it together. So, um, but yeah, uh, but Heather, thank you so much for uh, letting me give you a call and a reverse call in. Hopefully, we have a resolution to this stupid Skype phone setup at some point. We'll figure it out. Uh, if not, we'll just have to go back to the old way of doing things. 
and I'll stop paying for this damn phone line. So, <laughs> um, but happy holidays to you, sister, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. So, uh, all right. Happy holidays. All right. Let's go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, we'll play some of that audio from Hakeem Jeffries and uh, Zoe um, uh, Lofgren, uh, like Nils Lofgren. Nils Lofgren was a guitarist, I believe. Um, For uh, Utopia? The Boss. Oh, did he play for the boss? I, I was thinking he oh, played yeah, for Todd. Oh, yeah, Neil Lafgren. Yeah. I was thinking he played. Street Band. I thought he played Man. for Todd Rundgren or somebody wow. like that. So, um, He might have at one point. I don't, I don't know. know. So, anyway. He played for everybody. But he was with the E Street Band. Oh, yep. good to know. That's true. So, all right. We're, I just heard a Ronnie Spector in the E Street Band song from, the, uh, from like 1979 the other day. It was pretty good. So uh, apparently it was before they could really they were really getting big. So anyway, uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, go to the break when we come back. Lots more turn up the night right after. Mm, let's say this. No, no. Let's say no. Which I, uh, I'm trying to find a bumper I haven't played in a while. How oh, this one? Yeah. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. It is a metric scientific mathematical algorithm of tyranny. No shit. Every Tuesday and Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern at IndieMediaWeekly.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. If the only thing keeping a person decent is the expectation of divine reward, then brother, that person is a piece of shit. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! 
And welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And um, did a little research on Nils Lofgren on the break. And man, he played with a lot of different people. And also, he played on one of my favorite albums when I was a teenager, Ready or Not by Lou Graham. Lou Graham, the singer from Foreigner, after he split, um, he did an album uh, that had uh, Ready or Not, Midnight Blue, or a couple big songs off of that. Um, and Nils Lofgren played guitar on that. Look at that. Um, mm. And he also played with uh, Neil Young, uh, co-wrote with Lou Reed on the 1979 The Bells album. Played a, did a lot with Bruce Springsteen from nine, 1986 to 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, was with Crazy Horse. And uh, yeah, a bunch of a huge solo dis- discography. Um, uh, an album called Blue with Lou came out in 2019. So there we go. So, uh, it was with a band called Grin. That was apparently his first band, a band called Grin. I'm going to have to check them out. So, yeah, look at that. Saw him play 1980. What was it? 1982? With. The old Spectrum in Philadelphia. We saw him play with whom then? E Street Band. Well, he didn't. Well, uh, okay. Well, he might have played live with him, but he he wasn't. Uh, oh, okay. All right. All right. I see. Yeah, he was in actually, the USA. Um, Tour. He he didn't play on that album though. The he first wasn't? album he actually actually played on was Tunnel of Love. And then the first album he appeared on was Live seventy five to eighty five. So I don't know when. Uh, I don't. But that that came out in eighty six. Really? So I don't know. You'd have to. But it doesn't look like he he performed on Born in the USA. He was with them before Tunnel of Love. Tunnel of Love so, was later. Um. Well, it's a, Tunnel of Love was nineteen eighty seven. To check him. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, my friend. Um, so, uh, let me see. So, uh, well, what was before? All right. So hold on. Uh, the river. Well, um, yeah, I'm, chronologically it was I'm live thinking. 70 to five to 85, but, uh, then, uh, born in the USA. Let's see who played guitar on that. Let's um, I'm looking, so. personnel. We got, uh, well, that's Steven Van Zant rhythm guitar. He Miami played with Bruce Springsteen. I heard. <laughs> That's what we're Miami talking Steven. about. <laughs> Stephen Van Zandt. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah he Van- was he was with Springsteen. Mm-hmm. What doesn't? Yeah, well, Stephen Van. Before he got fat and went on the Sopranos. Before he got fat and went on the Sopranos. Doesn't say who played lead guitar on that though, which is weird because Nils Lofgren uh, goes. Uh, it, they give him credit as lead guitar. But anyway, all right. Let's not get too side sidetracked on that. Okay, um, but uh, anywho, uh, but but yeah, and Cat points out the live seventy-five to eighty-five would have recordings from the Born in the USA tour, and it's possible that Lofgren played on that tour because he's credited on that album. So you probably did see him on that tour. He probably replaced Van Zant, and then the next studio album that rolled around, he recorded with. So or left at some point. Yeah, or or he was an additional guitarist before you know with Van Zandt. 
What are you laughing? It was, that was his name. I know. Miami Steve laugh. Van Zandt. I know. I know. All right. All right. <clears throat> Let's not get too far in the weeds. Van too. He got fat when he was in The Sopranos. See, well, that sounds that sounds uh, that, sounds like you're huh? fat shaming there. Anyway, let's get to some audio. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back some. L- l- let's hear um, from yesterday. Again, uh, I want to I want to play this Hakeem Jeffries audio because it is it's so powerful and so good. It's almost five minutes long. It doesn't seem that way because he lays out that Hakeem Jeffries, a Democrat from New York, um, congressman, uh, yesterday in the hearing, um, uh, just not, not not a single Republican can deny this. He throws in every important point that has led to the articles of, of impeachment and it's so powerful and so pure and uh you know this is something that every american um should be able to understand i mean he did everything but like draw little pictures and use baby talk so trump cultists could understand him you know so uh yeah. so here we go hakeem jeffries representative hakeem jeffries laying it all out Let's actually go through the facts. We're here today because the president abused his power. We're here today because he solicited foreign interference in the 2020 election. He had welcomed foreign interference as it relates to Russia. He solicited foreign interference on the White House lawn with China, and he did it with Ukraine. He's a serial solicitor. Oh, by the way, you can hear uh, Jim Jordan in the background just, like, uh. prattling away, ignoring what Hakeem Jeffries is saying, talking to their counsel or whatever, um, or talking about what to order for, you know, from Hardee's. Um, but anyway, continuing. Let's go through the facts. Congress allocated $391 million in military aid on a bipartisan basis to Ukraine. Currently at war with Russian-backed separatists in the East. Ukraine's a friend, Russia's a foe. Ukraine's a democracy, Russia's a dictatorship. The United States is probably the only thing standing between Vladimir Putin and Ukraine being completely overrun as part of Putin's fantasy to reconstruct the Soviet Union, which would be adverse to the national security interests of the United States. And every single fact witnessed before this Congress said so. You can't even dispute that. So we allocated aid on a bipartisan basis. But then the aid was withheld. So the American people deserve to figure out why. In February, there was a letter sent by the Trump administration saying, okay, the aid is on the way. But it never arrived. In April, he had a phone call, the president, with Zelensky. The word corruption was not mentioned once. And then, in May, the Department of Defense wrote to this Congress and said, all necessary preconditions for the receipt of the aid have been met by the new Ukrainian government including the implementation of anti-corruption protocols. We have that letter. It was sent to you and it was sent to us. Then in July, on the 18th, 
at an Office of Management and Budget meeting. The aid was officially frozen at the direction of the president. Twice during the summer, Mitch McConnell, the Senate Republican majority leader, publicly stated he called the Trump administration. What happened to the aid? Mitch McConnell couldn't get a good answer because there was no good answer. Then on July 25th, there's another call between President Trump and President Zelensky. The word corruption is not mentioned once. But here's what was said. Zelensky talks about defense. And the immediate response is, do us a favor, though. And President Trump says, I need you to look into some things. Not related to procurement of defense arms, but related to a wild conspiracy theory connected to the 2016 campaign, and also says, I want you to look into Joe Biden. And then what's interesting, since you think it was such a perfect call, he mentions Rudolph Giuliani. I'm looking at the transcript right now. Not once, not twice, but three times. Why on an official call would the president mention Rudolph Giuliani? He's not an ambassador. He's not the Secretary of State. He's not a member of the diplomatic corps. He's President Trump's political enforcer. And then what happens? You said you want to talk about the facts. In August, Giuliani travels to Madrid and meets with the Ukrainian government as a follow-up to Trump saying to Ukraine, go meet with Giuliani. And then a statement is drafted about this phony investigation and sent to the Ukrainians. But what happens? In August, the whistleblower complaint is filed. Then on September 9th, the whistleblower complaint is made public to Congress. Two days later, on September 11th, all of a sudden, the aid is released. Why was the aid released? Because the president was caught red-handed trying to pressure a foreign government to target an American citizen. And those disrespectful asshole conservatives all through one of our fine uh, African-American representatives in the Congress was making the case, which is like, oh, well, what, 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 what do I do? You know, just uh, Gomer's belching and farting and Jim Jordan sweating through his fucking socks and just, you know, <laughs> rambling on and on over there. You know, when do I got to take all my clothes off? Jim Jordan wants to know. Oh, you know? oh, no, no. You know, I mean, seriously, that something that, you know, that again, five minutes from Hakeem Jeffries of facts, no hyperbole, mm-hmm. no partisanship, nothing. Absolute solid facts to lay out a devastating case for impeachment against Trump. And the GOP's fucking talking whether they're going to have saltine or ritz with their soup. It should be pointed out that Rudy Giuliani was actually in the fucking White House today. Oh, wonderful. And and, and that's what got me. Yeah. The the blatancy of the going over there and the meeting with Trump today. Yeah. And yeah, I know you I know you mentioned that, Joe. I just I, just bring it bring it back. It home. bears repeating. It bears repeating. 
after after listening to what Hakeem Jeffries just said, the because he he mentioned even after being caught, they kept doing this. <laughs> They're still doing it. This is the thing that blows me away. They are caught. They are caught. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I got I got to read this from the law. I got to read this comment from Cat. She says, uh, "Jim Jordan, when when can I get my singlet on?" Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Ooh, <laughs> um, yeah, he. You know, he probably keeps his singlet folded up in his wallet. Yeah, for those he's, he's emergencies. A person too. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I. I did mean to interrupt, but uh, I, I, that that comment was too funny. Joe. Yeah. I, yeah Joe. No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I, you know, you, you I mean, uh, do you have anything to add about Hakeem Jeffries there, or or the? Uh, I love. I, well, other than I love him. Yeah. Is that Sharky? It's Sharky. 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 I want Sharky to meet Earl because those kids. Oh, those. Oh, Sharky's you. going out on the porch. That's oh, what yeah. he's doing. Oh, okay. He's at it. <laughs> you're done you're done here he's good he's gone he's out that's of what here. they do to Sharky that's what banned. they do they do that Ooh. to jim they do that to jim jordan too yeah, so put him on the porch yeah i'd love to put jim jordan put him on the, the run <laughs> um no, well, i can't i can't uh-huh. jeffries he is he is so articulate I, i'm surprised he didn't run for president yeah she did yeah. yeah give him time Give him time. You got to get him to be a senator. You know, I, I think- he's just decent. You know, I mean, because again, what he said there, you know, if you want to call him any name in the book, conservatives, you can. But there's not a goddamn thing you can say there that said that he said that was partisan. Every last word he said was a fact. That's right. That's the and problem. he laid it out very nicely, and he laid it out very easy to understand and they don't want to understand it that's all they just well, don't wasn't want the to only one who did that though no i mean no. you know it, it's this is the part that blows me away he he said it so eloquently but there are so many other people on the democratic side of the aisle mm-hmm. who've said you know who have laid out they've laid it out here it yeah. is. This is what happened. And mm-hmm. and everybody seems to be forgetting the fact that, you know what? Donald Trump said, I did it. I asked Zelensky for the quid pro quo on the White House lawn. And I think it was like either that day or the day after when he was like, China, China. Yeah. maybe you should investigate too. Like, we're not even talking about well, that anymore. Hakeem Jeffries called him a serial solicitor. He is. Yes. Uh, I mean, and it, a serial it, liar. Yeah. A and serial solicitor. You know what? That makes him a freaking John. Yes, exactly. Exactly. John Barron. Uh, so, oh, anyway, listen to this. Listen to this. Cl- listen, to this uh, listen to this from uh, Representative Zoe Lofgren. Uh, this is a great clip about, gee, when did everybody start worrying about Biden all of a sudden? There are issues for the election, and then there are issues for this committee. The behavior of uh, 
Vice President Biden's son and, frankly, the behavior of President Trump's two sons and daughter may be discussed in the election. But here we're talking about the abuse of presidential authority. The, the president must take care that the laws be faithfully executed. We know from the emails from the State Department to the Department of Defense that the Ukrainians knew that the aid was being withheld. That's documentary evidence. We also know that whatever was going on that people might not like with the vice president's son and the vice president, that was known in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. It wasn't until Vice President Biden was beating President Trump in the polls that this issue was raised to try and force a foreign country to invent an investigation to be used politically. That is not seeing that the laws are faithfully executed. That is an abuse of presidential authority. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Can I can I just add that if they really were that concerned about Hunter Biden in 2016, 2017, 2018, they had 2016 and 2017 when they were the majority to investigate him. Yeah. Easy. I'm not kidding about this. Yeah, I, I know. I, I mean, you're you're just being fact based. In conservatives hate that rain. So look out. Stop mean tweet. Fact based. Rain. Mean they, tweets coming they your way. A chance to investigate this. Chances, chances, multitude, a, a multitude a of chances. It when Obama was still in office. Oh my God! And Total they had wet dream for majorities in both houses. Exactly. They could have had hearing. They could have had hearings. They could have had hearings back in 2014 and 15 and 16 when all Thank this was happening. Thank you. Happened. Thank you. When when he was actually on oh, the board, they were busy. I'm sorry. There was all oh, that that oh uh, Benghazi. Benghazi. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But her emails. Her emails. They were too busy. They were too busy taking Biden. care of the, the the poll leader back then, who yes. was who who was Hillary Clinton, and yep. he wasn't. He wasn't in there. They were, so they had to concentrate on Benghazi, Clinton. I, I would love to ask one member of that committee or any Republican member when Hunter Biden left the board of Burisma. Oh, yeah. that Or, or when he joined. Okay. You know, that's the when thing. When he joined and I, when uh, he left. And not only not that. Been on the board of Burisma for mm-hmm. a years not only that but when the prosecutor was canned when hunter biden joined and when he left well the the fact of the matter is that the investigation was into the owner of burisma and was initiated by the in the uk yes about a money laundering scheme yes yeah okay i had nothing to do with hunter biden and was ignored by the corrupt ukrainian prosecutor and, and Say what you will about the optics of it. Hunter Biden was brought on board after that investigation had started into the money laundering and, and yeah, to try and improve their image. Like a, yes, to improve their image. 
as a consultant. So that that's what that's all about. So he had nothing to do with the original investigation anyway, because that was under uh, underway before he was hired. Yeah. And so. the infraction was money laundering. It had nothing to do with him. Exactly. And, and of course, the reason why the prosecutor, one thing that always gets glossed over, uh, you know, gets brought up every once in a while, but this prosecutor was a lax prosecutor who was okay with corruption and biden wanted him canned why would you want to can the guy who would go easy on the company your son would eventually work for it's dumb it's dumb so but you know they're republicans we expect this from them they're dumb so they're just as corrupt at this point as the corruption that existed in ukraine before joe biden was a part of trying to get rid of the corruption in Ukraine, you know what? At this point, I don't. I don't think, think that. I, 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 It'll yeah. Blow your mind. Yeah. Blow your mind. You know what else will blow your mind? You know what it, it, it makes me think of? Rain is. I think. I think these guys are like. It's like they're swimming, but they're swimming upside down, <laughs> trying trying not to oh. drown. Uh, yeah, it's, a it's it's segue. It, it's break time. Uh, yeah, well, let me try not to ride the Segway off a cliff. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, break time. We'll be right back with uh, the last segment of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night right after. Uh, oh, wait, I had it. This. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com.
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C., and thank you, Scranton. Welcome back. And, and you know, thank you, the world round, uh, for for being our friends here on Indie Media Weekly, because we love you all. Uh, except Unless you're a Trump cultist, then you can fuck right off. Uh, welcome back, uh, of course. Uh, Joe, hello, Joe. Welcome, welcome. Hi. Hi. And hello. Rain, welcome, welcome to you as well. Hi. I don't... I... I don't want to say, okay, if you're a cultist, you can fuck off. Yeah, fuck right off. if you're right a off. supporter who's not a cultist, come on over and listen to a differing point of view. Yeah, I mean, fuck off is, uh, the, let's, let's, let's be reminded of the importance and the power of the phrase fuck off by Billy Connolly here. Fuck off is such a lovely pair of words, and it's international. I don't care where you are. If somebody's fucking with your bags at Lassa Airport in Tibet 
and he's got a shaven head and, and saffron clothes on, and you say, hey, fuck off, he knows exactly what you mean. Exact, he will fuck off, off he will fuck. Fuck off doesn't mean go away. Fuck off means fuck off. <laughs> and everybody feels what it means. Nobody can write it down. There is no English equivalent for fuck off because it is English, fuck off, you know? And English expressions don't have English equivalents. They fucking are, you know? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck uh, off. I love that accent. Yeah. Oh, oh, Billy Connolly. You would fuck. Yeah, Scottish, Scottish Billy Connolly. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, we got one Mad Lib waiting in the wings. Thank you uh, to our chatters. Um, and by the way, Caitlin Chris sent a lovely email uh, uh, to to me the other day. Of course, here's time for uh, listener mail. Uh, but she she wished uh, Susan a speedy recovery. Susan Susan's really lost her voice. Um, so. Aww. She basically just whispers to me now, and it's it's quite endearing. But I feel bad that she doesn't have her voice. So it's kind of sexy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I'll be honest, it is. <laughs> um, and because uh, uh, you know, I'll call her on the phone. She go, "Hello, hello." I'm like, oh, hello. well. Is it me I'm like, for? I'm at work. I'm at work. This is inappropriate. Um, <laughs> so. I hope she feels better soon. Yeah, I it's, hope you it, feel better it's, soon too. Yeah, I'm I'm I, I don't I didn't get the bug as bad as she did. But uh I I, I knocked it out. Uh she oh she says call me Ariel. So <laughs> um does a little mermaid whisper is that something is that a thing? I haven't gotten to that yet in my Disney watching. I, I don't know. I'm not sure either. But I don't have um, Disney Plus and I missed all of it before it became Disney oh, Plus. I'm bitter. Uh oh, okay. And also, uh Caitlin Chris said that the last last Tuesday's Mad Lib was definitely one for a best of show. She was rolling she said R O F M A L or whatever. So R O T L F M A O. So <laughs> she said it was funny. She laughed. She was rolling around on the ground. It was so funny. Rolling on the floor, laughing my ass off. Yeah. So I just got it all wrong. So Because I, nobody ever says rolling on the floor, laughing my penis off. Oh, uh, gosh. Well, what? I don't know about that. Uh, don't oh, people do that? Shut out of my house! How do you um, think you get that uh, I think, Peroni's disease? I think it's well, L.O. I'm trying to. Wait. I Here's think it's the thing, Joe. L O. I think it's L O F G R E N. No, that's Lofgren, <laughs> like Nils Lofgren. Or Zoe I'm Lofgren. I'm trying to figure out, quite honestly, I think that a lot of more people actually roll on the floor laughing their penises no. off. Because. You gotta stop. In Don't California, there's a whole bunch of house. penis fishes. God, seriously. Come on, you heard about the penis fishes. Well, you gotta stop saying the word. Don't say penis in this house! The pee-pee fishes, okay. You've heard about these fishes. You've seen the pictures. Yeah, they go straight up there, don't they? They look like big, long, black penises. Oh, oh I thought you were talking don't about the ones that go up your, your urethra. 
No, I'm talking about the things that are rolling up on the beach. I am actually okay. talking about a serious. I've not story. heard this. Oh, oh, Cat says uh, Ariel gives up her voice for her legs. That's what it is. That's why oh. Susan grew a, a big flipper. So. <laughs> 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 anyway, can't believe you didn't hear that story. All right, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna find it and put it in the that's, chat. Room. That's really fucking gross. I'm really kind of glad I didn't hear about the wiener wiener uh, fishes. Well, now you're gonna hear. Now everybody's gonna hear about it in the chat room. All right, all right. Let's get back to the last of the audio we have here. Um, uh, let's see. What do we have? What do we have? We don't have a lot. We don't have a lot left. Um, there's one last clip I want to play from Zoe Lofgren, um, where she, uh, draws a couple parallels between, uh, the, the Clinton impeachment and the Trump impeachment. Oh, but as a bonus, you'll get some sputtering, stammering Louis Gohmert in the middle of this and some John Sensenbrenner trying to act like he fucking knows something. Shocker, Sensenbrenner is a dumb piece of shit. For having a kind of a cool last name, Sensenbrenner is kind of a cool last name. Surprise! It might shock you that Sensenbrenner is actually a dumb piece of shit. So, uh, but yeah, Zoe Lofgren. Who know him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. I would just like to note that the argument that somehow lying about a sexual affair is an abuse of presidential power but the misuse oh, of presidential God. power to get a benefit somehow doesn't matter if if it's a, lying about sex we could put stormy daniels case a, ahead of us we don't believe that's a high crime and a woman yield. no and it is not before us and it should not be for us because it's not an abuse of presidential power i yield back the gentleman's yes. time has expired. For what purpose does Mr. Gomert seek recognition? I rise in support of the amendment. The gentleman yield briefly. Uh, the gentleman has the time. Does, does the gentleman wish to yield to Mr. Yes. Will the gentleman yield briefly? Yes. Uh, the, import, the important thing is, is that Bill Clinton lied to a grand jury. Right. That is a crime. The article oh of impeachment that passed the House accused Bill Clinton of lying to a grand jury, a crime and something that obstructs the ability of the courts to get to a tru the truth. This is not what is happening here. Big difference. <laughs> a big difference. The big difference is what Clinton did did not fucking affect national, you know, national or international security. What Trump did has. Yeah. And and not for nothing, but Trump this is something I do have a problem with the Mueller report. God Mueller damn. allowed God. Trump to give written statements. <laughs> and lie. Yes. I'm sorry. The pictures yeah, you people well, are posting. Lying, well president the picture president but the chocolate Santa. Oh dear Lord. <laughs> oh, Oh my God! It looks exactly. <laughs> okay, so these are these are these are wiener worms, the one-eyed wonder worms, apparently that are washing yes. up on shore. Jesus God! I'm sorry. Is this I'm, a new discovery? I'm not sorry. Can we name That's this after Gomer? Yes. 
has Peroni's disease. Well, that one in the picture does. I wouldn't put that yeah, in my hands. Does it really have Peroni's disease? There's a certain bent it to like, it. Yeah, it's tipping. Like the, <laughs> it's tipping. Like the Tower of Pisa. Are we really going to discuss top, this? It's the Tower of Penis. <laughs> Tip really top. Discuss this? It's the Tower of Penis. I just, I mean, For if you we're going to go with that what we're looking at is a, is a chocolate, is a chocolate penis. <laughs> that looks like it had its foreskin peeled back. No, the chocolate penis looks fine. It looks actually delightful. I don't know. It looks like it lost its its shedding. It looks its like it has some stimulatory. And it looks a little. Enticements. Thanks for little tuning into the show tonight, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> it's a little beepy. Oh, I stole Rain's line. I stole Rain's line. I said, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> you said, see you next. Yeah, I stole your line. You said that twice today. Yeah. So, I didn't mean it that way, though. Um, so, anyway. Those those things are showing up on the... They're showing up. Where? And on the, on the east, on the west coast. You chocolate ch- Santas are showing no, up? did you miss the link oh, before that, Joe? It's oh, he, he didn't. Okay, I'll I'll repost it oh, without. The... No, no, no. I see. Oh, it. he sees it. No, no, no. Don't repost it. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> don't. No, I, that's enough. All right. No, all right. Penis, all right. Penis fit. Okay, I see it. Yes. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, I don't know. Show suddenly came to So Zoe Lofgren, uh, you know. If you don't, I hope nobody lies about that sex worm. Um, so anyway, but she did bring up Stormy Daniels. It was kind of funny. Um, I was glad that she yeah. did, though. I, really I was, was, too. all seriousness, I was glad that she did because, you know, they literally, the fact that they were like, oh, Clinton, Clinton shouldn't have been, you know, he should have been impeached. She brought that up. And yeah. then they tried to backtrack it by saying that he lied under grand jury yeah, testimony. Yeah. I- it's bullshit. It, it is. It is. I mean, context, folks. Context. But here's a clip I have for everybody. Uh, I, I needed Donald to play. Trump doesn't but, have enough spine to show up to a grand jury or, or send his attorney. A special prosecutor. He's a goddamn coward. And they all know it because if he did, he would lie. And they all know the most. he would lie. He keeps lying. The most. So, anyway, so here's he here's a. Uh, penis woman. Okay. Don't say oh, penis in this house. All right, all right, all right. Last audio clip I'm going to play, and then we need to get to the Mad Lib. This is uh, Representative Doug Collins, a.k.a. Stormy Collins, the new spokesmodel for Kleenex. Um, Freaking out. Just freaking out. Shit in his pants. Freaking out about uh, somebody wanted to introduce an article um, uh, into the congressional record about lives that were uh, potentially endangered by Trump withholding Ukraine funds, uh, you know, fun- the funds, the military funds of the U- to Ukraine. It is amazing to me that, again, the things that will come out of this markup is not the simple fact that they're going to mark up this and they'll send it to the floor. It is what they will perpetrate to try to hide the weakness of their argument. I have now given uh, the article that uh, the gentleman from California wants 
admitted, again, perpetrating the falsehood that people were killed because of money. And in the own article, which is biased against the president, biased against the whole situation, it has this line. Although there is no way to link Markov and the other dozens' death directly to the lack of aid. Yeah, let's keep putting stuff in here that proves your pathetic argument. The article itself, which is biased against the president, actually says there's no way to link it, but yet we're doing it every time in here. Keep giving them. I'll keep accepting them. Wonderful article. Great job. Because you're making my point. I guess I could hush and just let you make my point for me. But all you want to do is <laughs> smirk the dead and, pr- and go smirk? after Mr. Zelensky as weak and powerless. That's what's going to come out of this. So I guess, Mr. I would draw my objection on this. It makes my point. Y'all have any more you want to put in? Keep going. But besmirking the dead is not going to get you anywhere. Besmirking the dead. Besmirking. It's it's too fast. It's besmirch. It's besmirch, not besmirch. What was that all about? It was about an article. It, it was about an article. I, was no, a, I, I mean, I've, I've seen that clip on TV, and I don't. I still don't understand what he was talking about. It was about an article. Honestly, Joe, I'm with you. I don't understand it either. It and was I'm a, not joking. I can, I can tell I you. Have, I can tell you. Um, it was about an article that uh, I think maybe Swallow, uh, I'm not sure, wanted to introduce into the record mm-hmm. um, uh, on, you know, that that Ukrainian lives might have been lost because of Trump withholding the funding, mm-hmm. and he was freaking Lives out about. We're lost. Well, uh, and and he didn't like that. He didn't like that a bit, oh. and and he made a Kleenex ad for it too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Well, what is he talking about? Besmirching the dead. Because he said yeah. that the article proved that lives weren't endangered by Trump withholding funds, and it didn't say that. It said that the, it said no direct link was found, but if they had the funding, they probably would have been able to. You know, lives probably wouldn't oh. have been lost. That's what it was. So okay. don't besmirk the dead. Don't besmirk. Don't besmirk the yeah, dead. That doesn't even. Oh, I mean, what you're explaining makes sense, but yeah. his defense does Is, not make sense. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, somebody's got to sell tissues. I know earlier he was talking about how we're smearing Zelensky. And oh my oh, God, yeah, yeah. that's a terrible oh, yeah. thing, too. And well, I mean, Zelensky's not a bad guy, but we weren't smearing. Nobody's smearing Zelensky. He's like, you're trying to smear him as being powerless. No. Well, no, we're, we're, not we're smearing trying. smearing him as being powerless. The reason why he we're Trump saying he would have been. Im- he would have been more empowered. Had yes. the funding gone through? Yes, because they have a hot war with Russia. So, Stormy Collins sell them Kleenex. <laughs> anyway, he, he's a terrible auctioneer. Oh, he's he's a don't besmirk the dead. Besmirk? Does that mean don't? That means don't don't smirk about the dead. But, Again, I want to remind you that today he also called the House Speaker Mr. Pelosi. Yeah, he's a piece of he's dung. Uh, so anyway, all right, all right, all right. We gotta we gotta do this real quick. Uh, this will be fast. We only have a, a, a short Mad Lib here for everybody. I gotta go take care of Tennessee, the trials and tribulations of Tennessee's tuxedo. 
How is gra- his lack of balls? Um, he seems to be doing better. This is like day three of him in the garage, day four of him in the garage. I can't remember. We got him fixed on yeah. Tuesday, so. Um, but uh, we might we might try the introduction into the household again. We'll we'll see. We'll see if the spraying thing dies down. I think I think it will. But anyway, Mad Libs, folks. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> I need a shit about oh, people dying from drug overdoses while they're trying to impeach a president. Oh shit! I accidentally played oh. some uh, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, All right, there we go. That's that next lip. Tuesday. Yeah. Why, why not? You know, let's just hear that one more time. I give a shit about people dying from drug overdoses while they're trying to impeach a president. Oh. 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 That's 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 cute. Uh, because you don't give a shit. All right, uh, Rain, I need a place. Oh, um. A place. A place. A place. Let's go with the Appalachians. <laughs> Appalachians. Okay, Joe, I need a part of the body, please. You know which one has already been taken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do. Okay, how about how about the, the part that we're tanning recently? Oh, oh. the the taint. The taint. Okay. Oh, the pier pieroni perenni uh, perennium. Uh, yeah, rain, rain. Part of yes. the body plural, and I got to say, your favorite one that ends in WLZ has already been taken. Of course, bulls is taken. Yeah. So plural, I would like to go with. Tits. Tits it is. Joe, a color. Orange. Orange. There we go. And rain, I need yet another part of the body. Singular? Yes, singular. Oh. Clitoris. The old man of the boat. Clitoris. Uh, the clitoris. Uh, I am a dirty, foul woman today. Which is Greek just... for the sweet spot. Uh, so <laughs> uh, is that Greek which for... I'd like sp- to mention, I don't think that George Conway has touched Kellyanne's clitoris. Anyway, I am a foul, dirty uh, woman tonight. And that's one to grow on. Uh, yeah, and Joe, one final part of the... She would just, like, explode into dust. One (laughs) final part of the body, Joe, and then we're done. Another part of the body. Yeah. Okay, you could take... Okay, I'll give you, uh, cheeks. Cheek. Oh. Well, it's a singular, so we'll go cheek. Cheek. Uh, All right. Uh, (laughs) That's actually pretty funny. I read it in context. That's very... All right, here we go. This is a Mad Lib from the book Grab Bag Mad Libs. This one is called Why Do Skunks Smell? Surprisingly, a skunk is a friendly cat who can make a saucy household pet. But what makes these penises smell to high Appalachians? Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, but it says, but what makes these penises smell to high appellations? And of course, I forgot to play the clip. Don't save penis in this house! The skunk has scent fluffer nutters that contain a slippery smelling fluid. <laughs> oh, yes. When attacked, the skunk aims <laughs> this smelly toilet at its enemies. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the skunk does not give warning before vomiting. It raises its taint first, or it stamps its balls so that you can run away as fast as your tits can carry you. <laughs> tits I, up. Okay. How, yeah. How fast can they carry? <laughs> I always thought you had to carry those, but all right. Hey, you never know if, if you work on it. Um, uh, the most grossly recognizable skunk is the one with an orange line on its clitoris and another one between its cheek and its ears. <laughs> oh, so that's Ivanka. Oh, or Melania. I don't know. I think uh, uh, that <laughs> little... Botox. Oh, boy. But there it is. There it is. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, and Adam says, You went with Fluffernutter, you glorious bastard. So, I did. All right, there was our Mad Lib for tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Uh, parting shots! Let's go ahead and stop this nonsense music. And, uh, all right, Joe, what do you have on the way out of the program? Oh, well, well, I don't know if... I'm sure you all saw this, but uh, about the man who dressed as his mother to take her driver's test for her. Oh, it's a good son. What a good son. Good son, man. He was arrested for attempting to take the driver's test. His mother had failed three times. Oh. So he decided oh. to take, yeah, he, t he took things into his own hands, stuffed a bra, put on a floral top, a long oh. skirt, earrings, and a handbag. Yeah. And went to the State Department of Traffic. Uh -huh. This was in Brazil. And okay. um, naturally, the, uh, the examiner got suspicious. <laughs> First thought the woman was drunk, <laughs> then realized it was a man. And uh, they called the uh, police who uh, arrested him while he was just finishing up his parking test. Wow. That was going to be... Yeah. Yes. He's been released, and he will fi face fines. Uh. And, and I don't know. Either lost the license or his purse. I'm not sure. So what. neither one of them can drive. <laughs> no. At this point, well, I yeah. He, I, would, uh... I, I guess he could drive. Yeah. Um, but uh, she can't. <laughs> Maybe he can't drive now either. Well, I, I would say something like that might get the uh, you know their version of the BMV to say eh, maybe we'll uh, reconsider, huh? So uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. think so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway, and uh, uh, all right. So rain, we got to wrap this up kind of quick because I got to take care of Tennessee and the Sues. Um, so uh, what do you got? Oh, okay. Well, my parting shot is that I'm really glad that um, Bernie Sanders decided to rescind his endorsement of St. Uger after he endorsed him. He rescinded it? Yeah, he finally did rescind it. He endorsed St. Uger. I saw that he, I saw that he, uh, it was just one of those things where I was like, what's going on? And now he's rescinded it? Ugh. He okay. finally rescinded it because... Evidently, a whole bunch of people on Twitter, Facebook, and every other social outlet was like, 
dude, do you realize that this guy is a misogynist and a sexist? And we can argue about this the next time I'm on the show. Which oh, we don't have to. Weeks. I have I have zero fucks for. Um, but I for my Hewitt. parting shot is that I would like for Bernie Sanders to really vet the people he endorses in the future. I would like for Bernie Sanders to go somewhere else. I like see you're away. still you see you're being nicer than me. Uh no, you're being um, nicer. Yeah. You're being nicer than me. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean I'm trying uh, to be respectful because I know I know that we have a lot of people here in the chat, and you can, yeah. you know, y'all y'all endorse Bernie, and I I'm fine with that. No, it's, it's a, know, I don't want Hillary to run again either. Is what I'm saying. I don't uh, want a fucking repeat of I, anything I was, from 2016. I was, I was pissed off when I found out that he endorsed Senk for running for um Katie Katie um Katie. Hill. I don't. Yeah, Katie Hill. Katie, Katie Hill seat in California. Yeah. I was pissed when I saw that he decided he was going to run because yeah. I have not liked him for probably twelve years. When's the yeah, last I'm, time we played a, anything of him on the show? I'm not the, a big fan of Saint Younger. Yeah. And I just am really disappointed that Bernie Sanders is like, yes, I'm going to endorse him, and it took everybody on the internet to say, what the fuck are you doing, Bernie Sanders? Yeah. And you know he did he did unendor- he did take back his endorsement, but it should have never been made. Just pay fucking Dude, attention. That's my parting shot. Just pay fucking attention to what's going on around you. Yes. Yeah. So, um, all so right. I, I sounds will good. Not be here next yep. Tuesday, everybody. Yeah, that uh, you'll be back next. Will you be back next Friday or no? I I think I will be. I'm pretty all sure right, I will. So. Be. All right, so we'll see what happens on Tuesday. Maybe, I don't know, Joe, if we do next Tuesday, we could do open phones all night if it's just you and me on the line because the phone yes. line will work then. <laughs> and uh, yeah, That's and I'll true. Repeat. I, ha- I can true. repeat on Tuesday my, uh, my uh, uh, what will be published on Sunday on the Tim Cormall show the, the night before impeachment. That's right, Same. and I got to try and get something to Tim for the the Christmas show have, as well. You'll have to you'll have to provide some music. I will. I will. Well, you got well, it. You got well, it. Well, so uh, okay. we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. But anyway, we got to go right now. Uh, everybody, uh, we love you all. We'll see you on you Tuesday. Uh, check out all the other shows on the network, and of course, uh, I'll be on Mike Check Radio this Sunday, uh, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. We'll be on the back half of the show, but listen to the whole thing. And coming up right after the show, we have episode 17, I think, of the Lunatic Parade. They're on a bit of a hiatus, so we might not have a new show from them for a few weeks, but uh, they've done a stellar job so far. But anyway, uh, we'll see everybody on Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. Ask anyone who was brave enough to see Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th, and they will tell you they were terrified over and over and over and over. Friday the 13th. We dare you to see this film all over London and in the West End.
Your fright day will be the day you're brave enough to see Friday the 13th. Certificate. I'm concerned about people dying from drug overdoses while they're trying to impeach a president. Oh, shit.